well. Welcome back. Thank you, glad to be here. The second session of our second campaign. It's, uh... I have one question for you guys before we get into it, so... Uh... Who are you guys giving your... Uh, inspiration to from last session, or unless you guys decided that amongst yourselves. No, we forgot to talk about it. Um... I think I should go to Bree for her cooking. I thought that was really cool. I am 100% in agreement with that. I was going to uh, vote yeah. for Onox um, for uh, uh, being played to character. I say cooking as well. Cooking for me. Thank you. Thank you. Jordy rules in Briar's favor. Alright. So, uh, last session, after arriving at Obrix's Crystal Tavern, you spent some time inside, met some of the faces, uh, good or bad, and eventually found yourselves meeting with Casimir Ovan, your contact from the... Uh, Everhold Institute. Yes, Everhold Institute. Yep, it's right here. Uh, who had hired you guys as, through the Fortune Hunter to act as escorts for him on his quest up into the mountain. That night, you guys had a run-in with some kind of shadow. It was a hard-fought battle, and unfortunately, at the end of it, you found Casimir Ovan's lifeless body. At which point, it seemed that in the blink of an eye, you were standing just outside of Obrix's Crystal Tavern, hours prior. The music picks back up, the lights inside flickering, you can hear the sounds of life. Snow of the Mountain, your arm is outstretched, and in your hand you hold a golden coin. The coin is very warm. Just get that flipped at you by a halfling. Was this just after he flipped me, or is this? It was just after you grabbed the coin out of the air. Oh, I'm so we're. This is like, right as we're coming into the tavern. Correct. You've not gone inside yet. I'm gonna inspect the coin. It's warm. See if... uh, give me an investigation. Grab Dimitar's hand and be like, whoa. Have you ever heard of deja vu? Yeah, I think this is more than that, though. <laughs> the gold coin appears to bear a face in profile of a woman with flowers in her hair. Uh, is this like. Actually, give me a religion check.
Alright, so you recognize as Evandra, the goddess of luck. Well, guys, I think we may have lucked out, and I'm going to hold up the coin. I definitely recommend uh, we put that luck uh, where it can best be used. Uh, we may have already see? used it because it is hot. It's not hot. It's warm. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like... warm. It's body temperature warm. Uh, warm enough to feel it in your hand. You know, like like a, a got left out in the sun. Yeah, it's been on the sun a little too long. It's not burning you or anything. It's it's fine to handle, but it's warm. Can I ask, um, based off of my experience with a coal and this type of undead, redead type of, you know, under my experiments, does this remind me of anything? Well, what do you mean? So, when I was in captivity and I was going, you know, being experimented upon, even though my memories of it are kind of not really lucid, do I remember of any type of groundhog type experience? Like, is this an arcane? Like, does that trigger anything for her? No, this is not a thing that you would have heard of before. Okay. Do we notice anything different about um, the, our surroundings, that the exterior of a bricky is, that the um, space we find ourselves in, or does it look exactly like before? Uh, give me a perception check. Also, is the guy who flicked the coin at us still there or walking away? Give me a perception away? check. As far as you can tell, all things are identical. As you kind of scan the uh, rainy streets behind you, you can see uh, the uh, Fubolg, who was, uh, had passed you previously leaving the tavern, uh, but you do not see the halfling who tossed you the coin. Well, it seems we've been given another chance. Uh, yeah, another chance. To, I bet as soon as we walk in here, those people that fought us in the beginning are going to be in there, so we might as well get a jump on them. Or we just bypass them in general, and we go straight upstairs. Right. They're if we be don't have to regardless. fight them, then let's not. If everything yeah. is as it was before, they did not engage and tell the maps if they don't know about the map there will be no engagement agreed well regardless of what y'all do i'm i'm still gonna cook some dinner i'm still hungry oh we definitely want to uh making that shepherd's pie all right well, instead of standing out in the rain, let's just go inside for right now. All right, are you guys heading inside? Yep. I'm yep. heading in. Yes. Heading inside. And tuck the coin into a very safe pocket.
after seeing the uh, cooking conditions uh, last time, I do follow Prior out to help her press and digitate some stuff in order to cook. Okay, so you step out of the cold fall evening and into the warm and loud tavern. Amongst the numerous patrons, you notice, to your right, an eclectic group of tavlers gathered around a pair of bards. Two of them singing Geth rests the Maid of Thalassa, while the rest painfully howl the tune and forget the words. To your left, you see a table of four halflings, three of them asleep, holding empty pint glasses. The fourth attempting to finish the last few gulps. At the bar, an elf and a dwarf are engaged in a heated conversation while the barkeep refills their glasses. A half-orc tavern maid passes your party carrying a tray of ales. Have a seat anywhere, dearies, and I'll be by to take your order, okay? Can I, knowing what's about to happen, try to catch the trays as I know they're about to fall? Sure. Uh, go ahead and give me an athletics check with advantage. Can I, can I do acrobatics? Sure. That works, too. You kind of noticing what's about to happen. You've seen this before. You kind of stand behind her. A massive Goliath leaps up from his chair in front of her, letting out a deep belly laugh. He catches her in the side, and you kind of grab the tray of glasses and like lift them out of her hands as she pulls back a second. She's like, "Oh, um, thank you." And he kind of looks back like, "Oh, sorry, uh, didn't mean to." And then he kind of sits back down. What are you guys doing? Well, let's open a tab and uh, sit here. I think there's an open table and, and uh, we uh, can enjoy uh, a drink while we wait uh, for the evening's events to unfold. I'm going to mean mug the hell out of the thugs as I walk up to the bar where, that, where like beside where the elf and dwarf were and order drinks. All right. I'm going to go get a room. Okay. Going and uh, renting a room. Costs two silver. A round of drinks for the table costs one gold. Uh, the thugs at their table, they don't pay attention to you at all. They're, they're deep in their games of chance, you know, throwing gold coins on the table, and, uh, laughing and getting a little too drunk. I'll hand I'll the, uh... Oh, go ahead. Uh, I'm gonna find the uh, waitress and ask her if I can go use the kitchen. Um, certainly. You uh, help me out, I'll let you uh, use it. It's not too busy. Just us back in, in there. Come on, Dimitri. Following. Once I get the room, uh, look to Javid and Shall we? And I gesture towards the stairs. Yes, by all means. You guys are given the same room as last time. Cook our meal a little quicker this time since we know where everything is. The uh, fellow in the back who uh, is doing the cooking for He uh, just kind of watches you and you're like, you already know where everything is, like opening the right drawers and pulling stuff out and he just kind of like, that's weird. Oh, most kitchens are set up the same, don't you know? He just squints at you and like, 
rubs his back of his hand in his beard. So I'm gonna sit on the side of the table that was like nearest the wall, and I'm gonna perch in my chair and basically just mean mug everybody that tries to make eye contact. Wait, 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 wait. So that I might have a problem with it. <laughs> wait, where are you sitting? Like on a chair that's closer to the wall. So are you sitting on the one right here? Yeah, because I would want to sit basically with the best vantage point, And that would be the one next to the bar with everything. So if you sit there, I'm going to tell you to move. Well, I think he's sitting on the opposite side looking towards the page. Yeah, I can't, I can't oh. move my token. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, same. Me neither. There we go. I'm going to sit there. She's very territorial. When uh, Snow and I go upstairs, is there anybody on the landing? I recall there are tables up there. There's a few people up there. Um, just some... Um, looks to be villagers just enjoying their ales. All right. Um, I will whisper to Snow. Uh, keep an eye up here. I'm going to see if I can't catch Casimir uh, before he enters. And I'll go back downstairs, throw my uh, the hood of my cloak back up, and and uh, step out into the weather. Uh, so besides, so we've got uh, Briar and Dimitari are cooking. Uh, Onox and Azrael are just kind of scoping out the bar. Snow of the Mountain, what are you doing? Gonna be chilling up on the landing. Okay, just like watching the bar. Uh, go ahead and give yeah. me perception checks from you guys who are keeping eyes out. Now listen, we have a podcast. Stop it, we don't have a podcast. That's not real. We do have a podcast. It's only for Lindell. Haley says you hate her. I'll send you a link. Haley can watch it too. Alright. Uh, Onyx, you're just kind of like... You're too focused on the guy who like kicked your butt last time. And you're just like staring intently at him. And he's not paying any attention to you. He like... Walks eye contact with you once and like raises his mug, and you just upset. Yeah, I'm, I'm just absolutely pissed off, and the only thing stopping me from starting a bar fight is the fact that everybody told me not to. Alright, uh, Ezreal. Uh, there doesn't seem, and, and I should say, Snow Mountain as well. There, you don't notice anything unusual or untoward. The that. Uh, Patrons of the bar, um, they're pretty, you know, friendly folk going about their business. Uh, just the, you know, the thugs in the center who are, are obviously people who aren't from around here. They're just kind of the, the loudest figures at the bar. Uh, Javid, it is coming down. It is hard for you to spot anything at, at any range, you know. It's just this, like, deluge. 
Is there anything else you guys would like to do, or are you just waiting for Javid at this point? Um, I mean, Casimir? Just... Sorry, yes. Uh, just waiting for Casimir. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm still drinking my, you know, hot hot spiced wine, and as soon as Briar and uh, Demetari come back with the food, I will obviously eat that, and I'm reading poetry, and all the standard ritual stuff. Alright. And when we... Burning hands. Sorry, say again. I tell Anox that he could always spike the uh, drinks of the thugs with Azrael's peppers if he would like to get some sort of vengeance. I, I making their drinks taste better is not vengeance. I find that not everyone loves that sort of spice in their life and it'd be incredibly funny to see uh these guys sweat over it i'm just not gonna reply i'm just gonna angrily twitch my tail like pissed off cats do can't be that mad Some time passes, and Javid, you finally notice, just kind of like pulling up to the gate in front of Obrix's Crystal Tavern, is this like uh, little covered cart uh, driven by a fellow. He's got two like large uh, horses pulling, uh, and little fellow kind of hops out of the back, hood up, and walks out of the front, and kind of you hear them exchange a few words, and like reaches up to the driver, then the Little fellow kind of turns and starts coming towards the building, the cart. Yeah! And keeps going down the road away. The fellow approaches, and you recognize that it is Kazumi. Yeah, I will say, um, Good evening, Casimir. I've been expecting you. I'm Javid of the Fortune Hunters. He, uh, kind of jumps a little bit in the rain. He's like, Oh, um, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't see you there. Uh, good to, uh, to meet you. I would have expected to see you inside, I think. Uh, of course. Out of this uh, rain. Um, well, you're, you're, um, you're a day late. Uh, I'm not. It was, uh, I thought we were to meet uh, yesterday. No, that's not true. Uh -uh. I was I was misinformed. No, you were supposed to be here a day early and uh, ensure that accommodations were available. Ah, well, you're in luck, yes. Uh, accommodations are available. Um, before we go in, though, uh, I wanted to let you know that uh, there are some people who uh, will be overly interested in hearing about uh, what we have planned. So uh, any discussion we make about... Uh, about our plans should take place in a, uh, a private room where we can't be overheard. 
Give me a persuasion check. Um, alright, uh, I don't believe that it was covered very well to the fortune hunters exactly what our plans were, but, uh, sure. Sounds good no, to me. but you're, you're right that the plans were not covered, but, uh, anything uh, involving the uh, fortune hunters is, is something that uh, we want to keep uh, others who are not uh, part of part of our party from uh, from overhearing and I, I suspect that what you have to say is uh, involves uh, a a risky venture and uh, there, there are those who uh, might want to to try to take advantage of any information. Uh, so, if uh, if that's all right with you, why don't we go in, get the key to your room, and and uh, take it uh, upstairs for a, a quiet discussion with the party. Excellent. Sounds good to me. Let's get out of this rain. Oh, by all means. And he kind of uh, heads towards the door and heads inside. The I'll, rest of you... Hold, hold it open for him. All right. Follow him in. Uh, the, the rest of you uh, see the door open, the, the rain kind of coming in a little bit, and Casimir Avon and Javid come inside. I'll uh, walk with him to... Uh, to the bar, uh, sort of in a friendly uh, accompaniment, accompanying fashion. Right. Gonna follow him over to the bar. He exchanges a few quick words with the bartender. Gets the keys to his room, and uh, turns. I, I suppose uh, you all are ready uh, for this. Yes, um, I will nod to. Um, the members of our party who are at, at the table, and um, say yes, we're we're uh, ready for for the discussion. Uh, why don't um, why don't we make our way uh, by ones and twos upstairs? And um, Onyx, uh, you, would you let the uh, ladies in the kitchen know that we're here? Yeah, I'll let them know. I think they're we're not... at the table right yeah, now. Yeah, they're all they're all back. We're eating oh, at this point. Oh, you, oh okay. I, I, uh, You've been waiting outside that. in the rain for like probably an hour. Dang. Okay, so did I'm we cold. get I'm the benefits of the dinner? Um, those only apply during a short rest. I mean, so yes, I, I, yes, you would be able to take a short rest. All right, so, so anyone who spends hit die gains, I believe, the extra D8. Yeah. I wanted to clarify something. So when we leveled up, I'm assuming we have renewed spell slots, but just those who were like had their hit points reduced, they keep that. Yeah, the only thing they carried over was the hit point reduction. Okay, just want to double check. Your wounds reopen, that kind of thing, when that reset. 
so I'll uh, precede him uh, going upstairs and uh, uh, make sure everything looks uh, looks safe up there. Check with uh, uh, Snow that nothing's happened upstairs to worry about. Also, so where I'm at, does it have a view of the like tavern commons? Yes. So as I come up, I'm going to be keeping an eye out to see if anyone's like tracking. Okay. Uh, you do not notice anyone paying attention to them. Nothing unexpected. Everyone else seems in engaged in their conversations or their music or whatnot. Everything seems to be in order. Everything does seem to be in order. Oh, I, saw, I say that to Javid, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, Shall we use and our room? Let's, let's do, yes. Uh, that way, if anyone uh, is expecting uh, Casimir to be in, in his room, we'll be disappointed. So is everybody going upstairs now? Slowly, yep. not all at once, like when ones and twos, but yeah. Um, you seem uh, put off by all these expectations. Second. Does Casimir seem put off by all these extra precautions? He's a little confused. Uh, he's not necessarily put off, but he's he's a little confused. But he, he at at this point, you know, you guys have been kind of following him and like guiding him around the establishment, and he's like. Man, these guys take their security very seriously. I'm gonna... You said there's two bards? Correct. Alright, I'm gonna walk up to one of the bards and put five gold in his hand. And play the most annoying song you know. And see if you can get everybody out of here. Um... And he, he's like, he keeps strumming along, stops saying, he's like, uh, I'm sorry, sir, but five gold's a little bit more, a little bit less than what I would expect just from the, you know, tips I receive for the evening. You're going to have to give me a little bit more to cut the evening short. Here's another five, then. All right, give me a persuasion. Two. Very well. And he takes your ten gold. And uh, he launches, he kind of whispers to the other one. They both uh, pause for a second, and then they just start launching into this, like, squawking varietal of uh, this, like, bardish tune. Everyone's like, boo, boo, not that. And the thugs are like, what is this? I thought this place was a nice establishment. We're getting out of here. People kind of, like, people are, like, moving away from them. The crowd clears around them, and they just, like, keep going. All right, so you guys are heading upstairs. Yeah, we're gonna go in into uh, the room that that uh, Snow rented and and uh, gesture to Casimir to uh, to follow us in there. He kind of is like, um, "This my room was over here, I believe." Well, yes, uh, your we we can. Uh, 
uh, let, let you drop your things off in, in, um, in your room later. But for the introductions, we wanted to uh, have a uh, sort of a, a quiet conversation out, outside of um, earshot, you understand? Uh, very well. So leading him into the room, pull up a, a um, chair, invite him to sit, and everybody, I assume, props themselves up around the. Uh, um. Well, so as soon as we get in the room, can I check the windows and make sure they're all locked, and maybe like put like a try to find something to put behind them so they can't easily be, you know, propped open. Uh, sure, give me an investigation check. Alright, so, um, the windows don't really have locks on them. Um, and there's not really, the way that they kind of swing open, there's not a convenient way to seal them shut. Uh, it's, you can, you know that there's only one window into the room, so you can watch it pretty effectively, and you, you, you're able to kind of look out and see that, um, just the way that it stands, like, no one can get to the window and kind of listen in, so you're safe in that regard. Uh, what about shutters? The windows um, have shutters? It does have shutters, so you can shut it so that no one can see in and out, but you can't seal it, basically. Nazril, uh, uh, maybe you could uh, close the, the shutters and uh, that'll, that'll give us a, a measure more of uh, privacy. And... Uh, once uh, everyone's settled and, and ready, uh, I'll uh, introduce myself and, and the party to Casimir and say, uh, I apologize, sir, for what may seem to be uh, an excess of uh, concern, but uh, we take your safety very seriously and want to make sure that uh, nothing interrupts our uh, our introductions and and what you have to say. Um, I appreciate that. Uh, I suppose. Um, how much have they told you as far as um, the expectations for this mission? I know they won't have gone over many of the details, uh, but uh, how much did the fortune hunters tell you? Uh, simply that uh, you needed uh, a sturdy band uh, to escort you. Very well. Um, well, as you likely have been told, uh, I am uh, Kazimir Vaughn of the Everhold Institute. Uh, I've traveled quite a ways from this, uh, all the way east. Uh, skipped a few patrols of Austrinium uh, over by Torvir Deep. It was a fairly interesting situation there. Um, but uh, as an antiquarian within the Everhold Institute, I've done a fair bit of research on the uh, age of Arcanum, uh, uh, specifically the uh, mageocracies and flying cities of the, the era before. Uh, my desire is just to 
simply recover and locate some of these lost uh, valuable artifacts. Um, in my research, uh, the dwarves of Torvir Deep and Kagarum have done a great big of, a bit of excavating in the Kazarain Hills, uh, mining up old broomstone deposits. Um, and I believe, after a few years of research myself, uh, there appears to be kind of a uh, trending and localizations of, of these objects up in the mountains. Uh, there's a few specific locations. I can actually point them out to you. And he kind of pulls out, like kind of digs through his backpack a little bit, and like pulls out a few maps, like, oh, not this one, not this one. Pulls one out, and he just unfurls it, and you can see it's this like detailed map of the Causerite Hills. And it's got like a few like marked off points in the mountain. Uh, in a few different locations. There's a few south... Um, probably uh, no more than like maybe a hundred miles from North End up into the Cosrain Hills towards Eisenhall. Uh, and then there's a few more towards the north near Silafir. Are there any that I'm familiar with growing up here? Uh, you probably would have been from the south, uh, so more your tribe. Uh, so uh, the excavations closer to Eisenhall definitely would be kind of familiar to you. Now, as for the um, uh, uh, finding these artifacts, is, is it simply uh, the finding them, or are you expecting uh, to be able to return with them? Are these the sorts of artifacts one could slip in a uh, uh, backpack, or uh, are we talking about uh, the uh, engines that, that uh, floated the cities? Um. We'll recover what we can recover, but overall, my intent simply is to uh, locate larger deposits and mark them for future expedition. Very good. Looking around, uh, does anyone have uh, questions or concerns? Are we clear on, on what we're doing? Can I say an undercommon to Casimir? Do you understand the dangers you are asking? He kind of uh, looks at you and in very broken undercommon. That's why I hired you. I just nod. Where did you procure these maps? Um, well, these maps and the, the one that he's unfolding, like marking the locations, this one I created myself. Uh, but most of the records that I have been tracking are simply just uh, excavation records from Tour of Your Deep. I'm going to poke my head out of the door and check the hall to make sure no one's out there. Uh, make a reception check. Wow, you made that map? Do you think you could teach me uh, during our travels? Sure. We, uh, before we leave, we require some uh, parchment and other things. I was going to talk to you about that uh, plans for tomorrow. I intend to leave about mid, uh, and in the morning, I'd like to. Uh, like to ensure that uh, we acquire anything that we require for our travel. Uh, there doesn't appear to be anybody else in the hallway. Could There's... I borrow uh, a pearl worth a hundred dollars? Uh, well, I'm not familiar with a dollar, but I'm afraid I oh, don't have any sorry. pearl. 
could you buy one as part of the excavation? Um, make a persuasion check. Does uh, Casimir seem to recognize what the uh, the pearl would be for? Uh, that, that's a uh, material component for identify. Let's find out. Yes, you can tell that he he knows what you're talking about. But unfortunately, I can't uh, I can't make such an expense currently. Uh, I myself am not equipped to cast such spells, and it's not part of my per diem to make such a purchase. Pity it would have helped, um, but no no matter we'll we'll uh, we'll uh, bear up and and do what we can to uh, identify things the uh, the mundane way. Indeed. So um, we have uh, had some intelligence that uh, there might be an uh, attack on your life this evening. Uh, they uh, or uh, or overnight. Um, so what we're hoping is that uh, you will uh, indulge us a little bit, uh, stay in uh, a different room, not your own, uh, so that if, if someone, knowing which room you're in, uh, does try to uh, uh, assassinate you in the middle of the night, that uh, you won't be there to suffer the effect. Uh, make a persuasion check. Uh, I will give you just a, it's a straight roll. Can I help him with that? Um, yeah. Can, can I'll say I, that you I... guys, you guys are kind of like the precautions that you guys are taking kind of give it, lend yourselves an air of, uh, believability on, on such a statement. So yeah, I'll say you can do it with a dude. Yeah. Azriel, do you wear a necklace? I do not. Okay. I'm gonna say that you hired us to be your security. Let us secure you. Um, very well. Um, as long as I still get a bed. Well, absolutely. We, we we want you to be every bit as comfortable. Simply, uh, not where anyone wishing you harm would easily find you. Very well. I, I concur. Um. Is it all right if I go have some uh, dinner? I've been on the road a while, and hitchhiking and then this sort of thing is a bit um, uncomfortable. Absolutely, yes. Uh, we, we can, uh, yeah, so anyone wishing to. Uh, yeah, would we have some shepherd pie left over? We can just hand him. Oh, uh, yeah, probably. Um, you know what? Let's uh, go down a few of us and, and uh, uh, 
come back with with some drinks and we'll make a, a party up here no discussion of maps or anything we're doing in the commons oh absolutely i, I agree no. i will not uh, not do such a thing you stay here um all right and he just kind of still hear that sits in the chair singing do we still hear that god-awful music yeah they're still they're still blasting it down they're playing like this discordant melody they're hitting all the wrong notes uh I'm, I just I'm picturing I, them playing uh, uh, Baby Shark over and over and over. I, I in a, my yeah. head, I in my head, it was like wheels on the bus go round and round, but in like the wrong key, and they're like playing opposite tempos. Yeah, it's it's a Marquesian version of the spokes on the cart go round and round, and they're both off key but on different off keys, and. One of them doesn't know the words, and the other one is half singing it too loudly with a bad accent. Alright, so I'm going to go down with Javid to get the drinks and stuff. Does it seem pretty empty? Yeah, it's pretty much... There's like one or two people left. There's like one guy who's like asleep in a chair. Uh, and like the bartender, the bar itself is cleared. You can see them in the back just kind of like fingers in their ears looking... I'm going to walk up to the bards and say, I appreciate you guys' help. You guys can play normal stuff now. What's the look of the guy who's asleep? We should uh, uh, also like... tip the uh, the barkeep for uh, any lost revenue. And it's just one night. They'll make it up. The barkeep looks very upset about this. Uh... What's the do sleep they, guy look like? Um, do they change their tune? Yeah, they they go back into some like this like you know flowing melody. Ob like very obviously, they're they're well trained and they know how to play their instruments. The bartender is like grumbling, looking at them as he goes approach. Uh, the guy who's asleep is just this like fat old like farmer human. He's got this big like scraggly beard and he's just like. So, uh, I'll, uh, I'll tip the, the bartender, uh, five gold, say, um, uh, for your, for your trouble. Are there any, are there any shadows that aren't acting accordingly or naturally? Uh, make a perception check. Not that you notice. Looks normal. While they're downstairs, uh, I am awkwardly trying to butter up Casimir about how much better his cartography skills are than the other maps. Uh, give me a persuasion check. Gonna be performance. Um. Sure. Are there, like. are there like uh, wall sconces with like lanterns on the like stairs in the upper landing and stuff? Or is it like candles? It's lanterns? just candles. There's just a bunch of candles. Okay. So as we get the stuff and start heading back up, I'm going to use control flames and double the brightness of the candles. 
along the back strip. Okay. How long does that last? Uh, it lasts an hour, but I'm gonna keep flaring them up as long as I'm awake. We'll order uh, a round of drinks for the for the party and uh, collect collect them and uh, take them upstairs when they're poured. So, yeah. doubling the brightness of the lights, grabbing some drinks and some more food for Casimir. You guys return to the room. Uh, he is uh, very appreciative of your doting on him and his cartography skill. He's, no one appreciates feedback at the Everhall Institute. I, I, you know, I practiced quite a bit on these. Uh, these aren't even my original drafts. You know, I made dozens of those and. Uh, passed him up to some of the more senior researchers. I can tell you fully dedicated yourself to these maps. Um, I know that we've just met, but I I would love to study these further before I rest for the evening. Do you think that I could borrow them? I'll take very, very good care. Um, you know, you're, you're welcome to, to review them further in, in here, um, just so you have a better understanding of our trip tomorrow. Oh, but they they can't leave your sight? Um, I'll say that you, you uh, another student of cartography, you're welcome to, to borrow them. Ah, oh, thank you, thank you. Again, I'll, I'll take very good care of them. You'll see them first thing in the morning. Much appreciated. Uh, good luck uh, and have fun reading them. You guys arrive with food and drink and he just, like, starts... Slam it back and scarfing it down. Yeah, we, we make uh, pleasant, innocuous conversation just to pass the time. Maybe uh, pull out uh, cards or if anybody's got a, a gaming, uh, any kind of entertainment. Ooh, ooh. Azrael will recite Olven poetry. As soon as she breaks out the book and starts reading, I'm going to drag a chair out in the hallway. Okay. I'm gonna post up and like keep continue using control flame to brighten up the hallway near the stairs and everything and keep watch. Alright, uh, go ahead and give me a perception check and uh, Azrael, can I get a Performance check. Is this good poetry you're reading, or? I mean, it's not her own. It's from a book that she bought that probably has a bunch of like historic elven poetry in it. Okay. All right. You read the elven poetry pretty well. Um, I don't know how many of you speak elven. Jovi uh, enjoys it. Yeah. Does Casimir speak Elvin? Uh, he does speak Elvish, and he's he likes your poet. Mm. I don't understand the sing-songy things. I'm gonna go sit out in the hall with Onyx. All right. 
and sharpen my sword. Uh, Snow, do you have any, like, working leather on you? Any extra working leather on you? I might have a little bit. What do you need it for? Uh, I just need, like, a two-inch thick strip that's probably, like, a foot and a half long, if you got any extra on you. Will it be usable when you're done with it? I mean, I'm going to be using it. What, do you want money for it? I'll give you, what, five copper for it? I just don't have any extra leather on me. The only leather I have on me that isn't my armor is this honing strap. Oof. Alright, I'll figure it out. So before she can go on to another poem, I'm going to say, me next, and launch into one of my songs from my homeland. Alright. A uh, Feywild fairy song. Javid has not heard this before and he is fascinated. Are you singing in Sylvan? Yes. Alright, go ahead and give me a performance check. It is sharp and shrill to non-fairy ears. It is an acquired taste to be sure. It's like, ooh, that smell. <laughs> Give me great. It's oh yeah, Briar, that's really good food you cooked earlier. Only one of my many talents. Azrael, I did have a question about your attire. Do you have, like, leather straps on your arms, leather straps I on... am not wearing leather. I'm wearing um, just normal clothing. I don't have armor on, so it's just, like, normal clothing. It's, like, kind of a sleeveless type, kind of loose tunic, and then probably just also similar um, loose. Just It lets her move quickly. And you, have a, type. you have a belt? She might have a belt, yeah. Sure. Right. Good enough for me. Sure. You want a, you want a belt? Mage armor. So if you're wearing leather, I can up your AC by three. Interesting. Okay. All right. At this point, it's getting late, and Casimir kind of enjoying the uh, elvish and sylvan. Uh, poetry and singing. He says, uh, well, um, is this the room that I'm to sleep in, or is there a different one uh, that you would like me in? Uh, obviously this one isn't, isn't my room, I believe. Uh, think think of it as your room. Uh, now, the the other room, do, I, do we know... Um, we've gotten a, uh, another room, right? Does it have uh, You guys have windows? three rooms. So, uh... Two we got and, and one uh, that Cosmere got. Does, does the other room have a have a window? Uh, yes. They all have. All right. This room being at the end of the hall is probably uh, probably best. Uh, we do want you to uh, feel welcome and and uh, uh, comfortable. Um, Casimir, uh, but I hope you won't mind if, if we have uh, one or two of us 
uh, staying in the room with you as uh, as uh, bodyguards. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually whisper to Javiv. I think we should stay together. Safety in numbers. I was thinking that uh, a couple of us would stay out in the hall, and. Um, Two in the room with with uh, Javid and and um, uh, that that way we're the way that we don't know what what's coming exactly. I think. But, uh, or here asleep, two on watch, rotate. Yep. Yep. Two on watch, rotate. Definitely. And Girl, I love you, but I do not want to share a room with you. She's already changing into her silk pajamas. So, um, you guys already went to your rooms? Like, I'm still sitting in the hallway. I'm in the room with Casimir. I, I thought we all were there. Uh, uh, Snow and, and Onox uh, went out into the hallway, but the four others of us are with uh, Casimir in the room. I will uh, uh, bid good night. I'll go to uh, one of the other rooms and uh, you know what? Um, I'll I'll, uh, I'll use uh, the room that that uh, Casimir got the key to, and uh, take my trance in there. Uh, about what time is it, DM? Mm, probably about close to midnight okay knowing uh knowing about what time it is i'm gonna look at the snow and be like i'll i'll be right back and i'm gonna go back into the room where azrael is and i'm gonna offer my hand like to shake it be like we both know what's coming so good luck azrael yeah sorry do you shake my hand i was reading the um dnd beyond sort of stuff um yeah, I'll, um, I'll shake your hand, but I'm not leaving the room. So, as soon as you touch my hand, you feel your bite, your belt tighten up a little bit, and uh, your base AC starts at 13, so it's 13 plus whiz plus dex, which would put you at a 21. Yep. Oh, that feels nice. How long does that last? Eight hours. And it's not concentration. He cast uh, mage armor. I cast mage armor on her, and as I walk out, I'm casting mage armor on myself, and also consuming two sorcery points to get a spell slot back. Okay. So uh, I'm only down one spell slot. So. I'll check the. Uh... Uh, Casimir's intended room, uh, make sure that the, uh, shutters are bolted and, uh, the, the room seems safe. And then, uh, lie right, on the so bed. The, the windows cannot be locked. Right, but the, uh, the shutter. Yes, you can close the... them and, like, bolt them, but it's not a lock, like, 
someone can just open them. From the inside, right? Sure. Right. Totally. Could it be assumed that with my history of working with dead people that I might carry around incense? Uh, do you have incense? That's up to you. Do you want to include that as mortician's tool? Or, I mean, like, this is where I'm kind of meta metaing a little bit, but, you know, I'm, I'm just asking. Uh, sure. We'll say that as part of your mortician's kit, you have incense. Seems like a thing that, uh, you might care. Right. Yeah, think about uh, what the uh, people that, that uh, made the Egyptian mummies used, right? So, uh, salt, incense, various uh, flavored things and desiccating things, and makes total sense. Okay, awesome. How much time do I... Basically, what I'm trying to do is uh, do find familiar as a ritual. Okay. How long does that take to cast? I believe that's an hour. An hour and ten minutes for me, because I'm not using a spell slot. Okay. Alright. Um, so is everyone where they want to be? So Javid is in uh, Casimir's room. Onox and Snow are out in the hallway slash the overlook, looking down on the uh, tavern below. And then Casimir... Azrael, Demetari, and Briar are all in uh, the other room. I would like to not sleep in the same room as Azrael. I don't think anyone's going to get rest in there. I can go to the closet. I <laughs> <laughs> never thought about why that, <laughs> why that was a problem. She don't sleep, y'all. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so I want to I wanna go up on this room over here. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Would you guys like Still not leaving them to put in your ears? How do you get Us on watch door? cannot have that, and I'll just hand you some cotton while you're trying to rest. Ah, uh, I guess. What are you guys going to do for the guy, though? We can hand him that, that to him, too. All right. I tell him, buckle up. You know what? I think it'd still be good to have at least one person in the other room. So I'm going to take it. Smart. Room, yeah? Yes. Hey, Snow, how long do you think we're going to be out here? Or do you think we're taking the whole night? No, I... We should probably talk about watch schedules. I I'll take second watch. I'll take anything but first watch, because I'll be doing my ritual. Well, so Snow and Ox have first watch, right? And that'd be two hours, right? And then... Or wait, no, if we had, we're doing double watches, or two people, then we'd need to extend the watches. Well, we'd have th three we basically... total we basically need to burn four hours so Javid can get it. He's already offered to take, like, the brunt uh, of the watch. Okay, so so we just need 
if you two want to do the first watch, then I and someone else can do the second watch. I'll do the second then, watch with you. Okay, and then Javid can come and finish it out. Works for me. Yep. All right. And I'll uh, be with Javid until I can't stand it any longer, I guess. Javid or you? Yeah, yeah, because I'll be the third watch technically, right? Because it's two, two and two. Oh, you don't? Well, I guess yeah. You could sit with Javid for a, however long you want. You can come out right. once you have your full rest. Um, I'd like to make a note as well that I have rolled up the maps and placed them in my backpack, which is on my person. Okay. Alright, uh, for your rest, Javid, are you able to, it's kind of like meditating, so you're not really... It's, it's not sleep, it's a, a trance. Okay. Yeah, it's semi-conscious. Really, yeah, you're not really, like, paying attention or anything, so it'd be passive perception on anything. Right. Okay. Alright, so, Snow and Onyx, can I get you two to give me your perception checks for your watch? The hours pass. You refresh the brightness of the lights, kind of keeping this well-illuminated upper level of the tavern over the few hours of your watch. Uh, are you taking the whole four hours until Javid finishes his trance, or are you planning to swap out with anybody in the middle? Uh, so Briar and I were going to swap out after two hours. Okay. So when they come to swap out, I'm going to refresh the brightness on those three items and tell them this super bright's only going to last for about an hour, just so you know. Alright. All right. Uh, so, Snow and Onox, you're swapping out with Azriel and uh, Demitari. Uh, yes. no, Briar, I thought. Briar. Yeah. This woman can have my room. Alright. Alright, you two. Standing in the hallway, I need the two of you to give me perception check. Alright. And are you guys just keeping it for a while after this? Uh, when Javig has his long rest, he'll come and relieve us. Okay. Alright. You don't notice anything unusual in your watch. There's no one else present in the tavern. There's no sounds of any other light. Uh, just the rainstorm above. You can hear the pitter-patter on the roof above you. Uh, it's terribly quiet. The lights eventually dim back down. Can, can I have a conversation with Briar? Yes. What's it like in the Feywild? 
Oh my gosh, it's so bright compared to this place. I never even knew. It's vivid and alive. Literally everything's alive. Smells are more. It's, it's insane. How do you Why even live? Not well. Why'd you leave? Uh, curiosity, mostly. As, as dull as this place is, it is actually pretty fascinating. It, the difference, you know? Like, wherever you grow up, you want something else. Yeah. No. But... I hope you find what makes you happy. Well, I'm pretty sure I'll want to go home eventually. I do miss my people. But, for now... This is good. Alright. <laughs> Where are you trying to end up? I want to punish those who do bad things. Oh. Okay. Uh, you wanna you wanna say some more about that? Um well I had some very bad things happen to my family and myself and I want to punish those who did those things. I also want to punish people who do other bad things to other people. Um, yeah, that's my goal. Sounds lonely. It is. So what do you do after you, uh, quote-unquote, punish? Punish more people. There are right. always bad people to punish. I mean, I guess, but it, you don't want, like, like, a life? This is my life. Okay. What, what do you see life as? I don't know. A big family, drinking, you know, partying, having fun, floating around, seeing the world. We are seeing the world. True. I guess you do drink. A lot, yes. Aren't people part of what makes it great? Uh... They did. They did. Those people are gone. I mean, there's lots of people. You can find more people. I don't trust people. Eh. It's alright. One day you'll come and see my people. I like it. That might be nice. I could punish people in the Feywild. There that might are be nice. lots to punish there. That's... Okay. <laughs> But I think once you see how we get down, I think you're going to like it there. I hope you take us. Of course. Do you know how to get back? Yeah, there's portals all over the woods. You just walk through a portal? You just got to know where they are. And I just happen to know where they are. Useful skill. Yeah, it's kind of a family thing.
Why were you in our wagon? Uh, you were there. So, it seemed like the place to be. No? We were just, uh, passing by, so I decided, you know, why not? I didn't see anybody else for a while. You are curious. I like you. I just go where the opportunity presents itself. Good kill. I hope you have many more. Hey, what now? You had good kill. I hope you have many more. Oh. Okay. You too? <laughs> yeah. That... <laughs> Alright. After... About four hours or so, Javid, you kind of awake her in your trance, feeling well-rested. You do not notice your... the window is unopened. The rain's died down a little bit. The trap is unsprung underneath your window. Alright, so get up, uh, relieve uh, Azrael and, and, uh, and Briar. And uh, get get uh, Demetari up to join me, and we will keep an eye out. I think she needs two more hours before she can join you. Uh, yeah, I believe you are the only one who would be able to have completed a long rest. All right. So can I say that I'm assuming at this point I have already completed my ritual before I went to bed? Yes. Okay, because I was wanting to basically um, create an owl that was scouting outside of the tavern. Um, the main entry, the window, um, informing it that we should be on the lookout, especially for shadows or anyone who's really looking suspicious. Just alert me of anything out of the ordinary. Okay, so you um, are, like, sending it out the window and telling it to look outside? Yeah, like, I, I, I imagine it's, like, f like flying around the roof of the tavern a little bit. Okay. Like, it's, yeah. Does the owl have a name? That's a good question. Um, it sure does. Wanda. Think it's a they them. We haven't got that far yet.
Uh, go ahead and... Yeah, go ahead and give me a perception check for Wanda. Is this the kind of owl that gets advantage on, or is it just the plus three? Uh, I think it's just the advantage is the plus three. Right. Passive perce perceptions thirteen. The owl's actively looking for threats, yes? Yeah, yep. so yeah. the owls, they have cure, what is it, hearing it and sight? Yeah, it has owls. advantage on sight checks. Okay, I roll again. Okay. That's better. Javid, you suddenly notice from your vantage point sliding under the door from outside a black mass that begins to twist around the corner and to make its way towards the Right. I'll move around to each of the rooms, wrap them up, and, and say, it's on, it's coming. which point all of you are awakened and I need everyone to roll Thornish. Kazimir awake? Yeah, he's awake now. He's like, what's going on? We're under attack. Stay with us. You want me Let's to go out back. there? No, no, of course not. Uh, stay in your room. But uh, yell if, if you see anything. Um, for those of us that were sleeping, do we get the benefits of a long rest before this happens? No. Got it. It's not been eight hours. Um, if you want to spend hit dice and say that it has been a short rest, you're welcome to, but it has not been a long rest. If you ate the food, remember to add the 1d8. Uh, I think that would only apply to the previous short rest that we did.
Good lord, Javid's over here moving at the speed of light. It's that infantry training. Started combat, so you guys all rolled, then it didn't go any. Do I need That's to okay, I'll roll again. No, that's fine. I do see. Oh, it says not started, but yeah, I do see the tracker. Yeah, I mean, I started it now. Alright, that's probably correct. Alright, Javid, it is your turn. You had just finished awaking everyone in their room. Right, I cast Hunter's Mark upon uh, Let's see upon the the, uh, the creature mark it and then I will fire my bow at it huh okay I thought that uh... no, I don't know what that does uh, did you roll the attack? I only uh, see the hunter's mark. Uh, right, right. No, I, I clicked the uh, the cast hunter's mark, and it rolled something. I don't know why it did that. I think that's the damage when you actually want to use it. It's just rolling it for you pre, which is weird, but... Alright, well that hit. All right, and um, that'll be my my turn. Arrow sticks into the wood as the like shadow rises out of it into this vaguely human form. Yeah, I'm gonna um, draw back more distance. Okay, that's it. Okay. Ezreal, it's your turn. So there's a closet in this room, right? Uh, no. No, damn. Okay. <laughs> um, then I'm gonna I'm gonna walk up to uh, Casimir and I'm gonna cast invisibility on him. 
I'm gonna tell him, stay silent. Don't let anybody know you're here but us. And then I'm gonna like throw some blankets, or actually I was hoping to throw blankets. I, I kind of might shove them in the corner and then like stand in front of them. All right. And so I'm just gonna stand in front of him right now and just make sure no one comes and gets him. Where's the window? Oh. Over here? Okay. Um, I'll stand here. Alright, um, that's my turn. I have invisibility from Shadow Touch, if you're wondering where I got that. In your turn. That is. Alright, Briar, is your. I'm gonna come out into the hallway. Oh. Navigating these rooms is decently hard. Okay. It's like an L shaped room. Oops. Those 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Um, I'm gonna hang out right here, honestly. Okay. I will, uh, I'm just gonna hang out right here. Ready in action? I suppose. Um,. I guess if he comes up on me, I'll uh, ready in action to smack him twice. Demitari, it's your turn. Okay, I'm gonna move out to where I can see this guy. I'm having a hard time finding him on the map. That's because he hasn't gotten around the corner far enough for you to see him. Ah, that'll explain it. Okay, I'm gonna hold my action until I can see him, uh, and then I will be casting Magic Missile. Alright. Onox, it is your turn. Alright, I'm gonna come out of the room step 
around the corner, see him, and cast Magic Missile. Wait, wow, wait to steal my limelight. For 12 points of force damage. All three missiles just like punch holes in the creature as it looms close. So what, that was like 10 feet, or 15 feet of movement I burned? So one, two, three, backing up in the corner. Behind you, and kind of in the corner where you've wedged him. Uh, which corner are you trying to put him? Actually, you say you wedged him in. Oh, opposite the door and the window. Oh yeah. yeah, sure, we can do that. Okay. He's like, um, what's uh, what's going on out there? Shh. Okay. Sorry. I didn't mean to. Uh, Snow, it is your turn. Uh, I'm going to draw my sword and ready in action for if anybody comes through the window or door. Okay. Javid, it is... Sorry. Uh, I'm going to uh, ready another arrow for when the, the shade steps into view. Very well. All right, Azrael, it's your turn. I'm also going to ready an action. I'm going to stay right where I am, right in front of Casimir. But I'm going to ready an action for one of my throwing knives. If I see anything come through the window or the door, well, anything that's not friendly, um, come through the window or the door, I'm going to throw a knife at it. Okay. All right, Briar, it is your turn. Since this area is pretty fortified now, I'm going to come out around the corner. <laughs> Already another action. When it comes up on me, I'm gonna do my double attack. Very well. The creature begins to pass by you. Then I'm gonna get him. 
wait, my bad. That one. Alright. Did that one get? That does... That does connect. I assume you're uh, attacking it one-handed. Are you... You're not raging, right? Yeah, I'm gonna do... No, no, not raging. And one-handed. Okay. And then I'll do my bonus attack. Uh, so you would only be able to do... Because um, you're not taking... Would you be able to... I don't know. We tried to figure it out before we started. It takes okay. a bonus action. So is this her readied action? Yeah, this is a readied action. Or, no, oh, sorry. This, would, this is... It. You're using your reaction to use the readied action. Okay, so just the one then. All right, and as soon as it uh, steps into view, I will loose my arrow. Okay. And um, the... Creature seems unfazed yeah. by your attack. The um, the that did not include the the hunter's market. I'm sorry, I'm trouble with the um, interface here. Terrific. All right. That was it. That was my reaction. All right. Uh, Demitar, you would also be able to use your reaction for your... Uh, you had readied uh, magic missile. All right. All three bolts. For a total of 10 days, striking the creature. Its uh, figure is beginning to fade. Great. Alright, uh, Dimitari, it is... Oh, no, actually, it would have been able to... Uh, gets right there. You are standing in its. All right, I got a plan. So, magic missile. Yep. Um, so it's not your turn yet. Sorry. Uh, oh, those sorry, are all I the ready actions. Yeah, those are all the ready actions. Okay, I... gotcha. For some reason I thought that was your turn for a second there. Um, so it's still its turn. Uh, it gets to that spot. And... 
are standing in its way. So it is going to make one strike against. Uh, what is your armor? Twelve. Alright. It punches you in the chest. And you take seven necrotic damage. Feel the cold swelling around you. Uh, I need you to... Uh, additionally, your strength is reduced by two. It is going to slide past you, and that is the end of its movement. You are within five feet of it, so you can feel the cold, like the decaying aura around. Uh, now it is your... Alright. Uh, again, I'm... Magic missile. Okay. All right. Twelve more. You sink those into the creek. Is that and the <clears throat> oh sorry no if it's not dead then I am going to. Misty step away from him. It. Okay. All right. Uh, would you like to move? You can. You no, can... I'll stay right there. All right. Uh, is that the end of your turn? Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, Onox, it is your turn. So I'm going to step back. That's ten feet from it, correct? Like, I'm not in melee with it? Uh, you would have been within melee range of it. Around a corner. Okay. Yeah. I'm stepping back right there. Right. You will try to punch What is your armor class? 15. 15. So that'd be 17 with the cover. He still hit. Four. Is that with your mage armor? Yeah. Yeah, because the mage armor is, I think it's 13 plus deck. Yep, puts my AC at 15 and then whatever cover I had. Yeah, which gave you the, the plus two from striking around a corner. Um, so it would, it does connect, and deals 13 across. Good God. And your strength is reduced by one. Alright, well I'm gonna hit it with Magic Missile again. It's only three beams, correct? Yeah, I only clicked it three times, and then it just kept rolling. Okay. Well, so, ten. Yeah. Right. It is barely corporeal at this point. Same. Is that the end of your turn? 
Uh, yeah, I'm gonna end my turn there. Alright. Alright, Snow, it is your turn. You have not noticed, uh, actually, if you are just in there, can you go ahead and give me a perception check? Alright, so it's your turn. What would you like to do? Did I perceive anything? Nope. Alright. I'm gonna move a little bit closer to the door, and that way if anything decides to come under the door or through the window, I can get a swing at it, but I'm gonna hold my action. Alright. Javid, it's your turn. Alright. I'm going to move up uh, next to Onox so I can see the uh, creature and fire an arrow at it. Okay. Your arrow passes through it, shredding what remains of the And it begins to... Uh, is that the end of your... Yes. Very well. Uh, Azrael, it's your... Can I go over to the window and see if I hear anything outside? I'm not opening them, I just want to see if I hear anything. Okay, give me a perception check. You do hear what sounds in the rain, some unusual creaking on the wood outside. I'm gonna tell Snow. I think someone's outside. Um, and that's my action. I nod to her and yeah. position myself facing the window. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna move back to kind of protect Kazmir the best I can from both the door and the, the window because I don't know the creature's dead yet. And okay. then that's my turn. Alright, Briar, it is your turn. I'm going to come around the corner. I'm going to be like, oh, okay, well, shit. What do you guys want to do now? And then, I guess I'll still be at the ready, just in case anything else pops up. 
so I'm gonna ready my action to smack something that looks like it's gonna attack us. Demitari, it is your turn. So this creature um, is completely dissipated. Like there's absolutely no lingering. There's no sign that it was there. Okay, I'm gonna go to the room just to check on Casimir and uh, basically rejoin with the party. Do you get to the room? I believe so. I'm trying to uh, enter. Do I just click on this little door thing? You have to um, open the door, yeah. Yeah, you have to click on the door thing. There. You should be able to just come in through. Yeah, I think Chris got it. Yeah, so as soon as I see you, I nod. I go shh and nod towards the window. Okay, I think I've just made it to the doorway. I can't go in. Oh, okay. Put her finger to our lips and then gesture towards the door from the window. So, is the door open? Like, did you just open it, but you haven't been able to walk in yet? Yep. Okay, yeah. So we're we're signaling towards the window and telling you to be quiet. Come on in, Dimitari. All right. Onyx, it is your. I'm gonna walk around to what originally was Casimir's room and like crack open the door and look in to see if I see anything. The window is open. The floor in front of it is slick with rain. Okay, I'm gonna walk up to the window and look at it. <laughs> Are you looking outside? Yeah. Give me a perception. Is there a trap in front of the window? Um, you can see it. You can step right over it. It's not like a hidden trap or anything. Not particularly well. Okay. Looking outside to your right. For a split second, you swear you can see a figure dangling on the eaves above the door to Casimir's other room. The one your friends are within. And then... It's gone. 
Okay, how far away from me is that? 30, 40 feet. Yeah, about 30, 40 feet. Alright, uh, so that was an action. If I have anything left, I'm gonna yell, someone's outside. What does he mean, someone's outside? Did, did you guys hear that? I just put my hand on his mouth. <laughs> like... He's like... <laughs> uh, Snow, it is your... Do we hear anything from outside the window? Not really. It still sounds like a rainstorm. Did we hear... Yeah, so we heard Ox... Yeah, you would have heard Onox's shout. Onox, sorry. So, uh, I looked at Azrael and what do you think? Should we just hold? A whisper. You have range? Can you hit from the window? I do have my bow. But it sounded like he was right outside the window, correct? It did. Maybe you can hit him from the window. Are you good at that? Well, I have my sword out. Let's get the window open first and see how close he is. We could also surprise. If he doesn't see you, and you attack as he comes in. So we just hold on? It's up to you. Whatever one you think would hurt him the most. I think let's, let's wait. See if he comes through the window. Holding. Okay. Hey, which... Is it your bow that you're holding, or...? Uh, I'm gonna keep the sword out for a minute. So I'm gonna move up to like beside the window so couldn't be seen looking into the window. Actually peeking through the like the sides of the eaves, can I see anything? Give me a perception check. When I like peek out, I'm just gonna shake my head that I don't see anything. The latch flips up on the window and it blows open and two knives fly through the window towards you. Towards who? You and Ezra. Even at that angle? Uh, yep. My AC is currently 21. How is your AC that high? 
because of Onox's wonderful mage armor. I don't think it's possible to get that high with. Check what it is, because my AC normally is thir is um, eighteen. Let me check what mage armor does. Mage armor is just thirteen plus deck. Yeah, but because I'm but... I'm a monk, I can add con. On armor defense for monk, it's but they stacked. don't stack. There's nothing that doesn't that says they yeah, don't. Yeah, they don't stack. It says it becomes your AC becomes Ace 13 plus its Dex modifier. Correct with. Uh, that's what then, your AC is. Your AC is 13 plus Dex. Right, and it then it says my unarmored defense for a monk says while not wearing an armor or shield, your AC equals 10 plus Dex modifier plus Wiz modifier. You don't get to add mage armor on top of that. You get eight, your armor class from one or the other. Yeah, so I guess that's the DM they, call because there's well, nothing that prevents stacking that. No, there. Well, there is. You don't. It tells you how to calculate your AC, and there are two different formulas for calculating. I was actually uh, reading about that this morning. About stacking. Uh, a armor class from uh, different sources. It basically doesn't work because then you could stack like into the 30s with armor class. All right. So if we would have known that, I wouldn't have cast it on her. So am I still just eating that spell slot anyway? And it's just no. Like a... You can take the spell slot because you might have known that. I did not realize what you were trying to do. Um, I I didn't understand what you had done with that. So why don't you just not have lost that spell slot? Yeah, you could have just you have a you have your spell slot back, basically. But the two daggers flying through the window towards your. One of them strikes Talin, and you take 12 psychic damage as it sticks into your shoulder, and then the knife just, like, fades away. It dissipates completely. Snow, at the angle that you're at, you kind of, like, shift to the side, and then dagger, like, into the wood, and then vanishes without a trick. Okay, I need to do a concentration check. Can I see him through the window? Uh, you can see that, yes, there is a figure now who's, like, dangling upside down towards the window. Invisibility is no longer on Casimir. Alright. Casimir reappears. He's like, uh-oh. How close is he to the window? From you, he's about ten feet. Roughly, it's kind of like it's like from the window. From the window, oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah. You, if you go the like to the window, you could probably reach him. He's like right outside of it, upside down, looking down at you guys. Got. It. 
Because, yeah, if I can, I'd go up and I'd try to hit him. Uh, I mean, it's not... Are you using a readied action to try to strike? Yeah, I mean, I've been holding my action this whole time. And you're just, like, right at the window? Yeah, right yeah, out of the window, specifically moved yeah. to the window. Oh, okay, yes. Then, yeah, you out. could... Yeah, you can make a, a ready to attack at him. Well, it was really good up until that point. <laughs> you kind of, like, wildly flail at him, and he kind of, like, lifts back up a little bit. And you see he's like, reaches down, and he's, like, drawing more daggers from... Somewhere. Yo, get him out of here. Javid, it's your He left, apparently. Yeah, sorry. Um, all right, hearing the commotion, um, I'll step past Demetari into the room. Can I see the assassin from the doorway? Um, sort of. He definitely has like three quarters cover at least from the doorway and snow. Uh, it would be a tough shot. So how, how far into the room? Uh, I mean, snow is standing literally right in front of the window, so you're going to be shooting past him irregardlessly well i will irregardlessly fire an arrow uh assuming i can see the dangling creature in the window yes all right don't don't forget the shift hex say again don't oh yes thank you the uh the, the uh hunter's mark i shift hunter's mark to the uh assassin Okay. Can you guys see the assassin in the initiative tracker? No. no. Shadow. Okay. Oh, the shadow assassin, yeah, but not the other one, yeah. Now yeah, none of them. I mean, we know he goes after snow, but... Yeah, he's way at the bottom. That does not hit. You're trying to, like, shoot over Snow's shoulder and you just fire off into the rain. Dang. No. Uh, Asriel, it is your turn. Alright, um... So if I want to like kind of grab Casimir, would it be like dragging him? I'll or? say that he's he's pliable enough. He he knows to follow you. So if you want him to move, um, okay, we can say it's in tandem. Okay, I'm gonna say time to go. Um, let's see.
see, that would put me at 30. Um, so there's a window. Does there look like a safe place I can shove him kind of out here? Um, you could stuff him. I mean, not really. There's a lot of windows, basically. So I Put see. Table. Yeah, I, I think that's probably the best idea. I can't quite get to the table, but um, I'll I'll start moving him towards the table to shove him under the table. Okay, he only has 30 feet of movement, so that's as far as he... Oh, I was gonna double, so dash. Okay. Can he dash as well? Because yeah, I'm using my action to get him, so I, I would get to about right here, and then I don't quite probably have enough to, like, shove him under the table, but yeah. I'd be like, you need to get under the table, be safe. Alright. And then, um, that's my turn, I'm just gonna kinda be on guard. Alright, Briar, it is your turn. Hard time counting the squares. Yeah. There aren't any. We'll fix that next time. Twenty. Uh, it makes it makes counting like motion 20? a lot more difficult. Yeah. Is that like twenty? If you use the ruler, it'll show yeah. you. Yeah. The ruler will measure for you. I'm terrible at that shit, guys. But okay. I'm bigger. Yeah, that's about twenty. Okay. So I'm gonna run and jump out the window and attempt to exit whatever is out there. Okay, and I can't move. I hate it. Okay. Boop. Yeah, the tokens are a bit big for this map. This I, I reset the map this week to try to get it to work a little better and the tokens are now a bit large and there's no uh, grid squares which just makes it a little bit more awkward but we'll fix it next time there's a combat map well now you gotta figure out how to put me outside because I don't know if I can actually exit the window you cannot uh, you're on the second floor so oh you can fly god damn it I can fly uh, shit <laughs> He can fly! Do you have dark vision? <laughs> I do not, though. But I'm assuming if he's right outside the window, he's illuminated. Mm, kinda. He's over there. You You can sort of see him. He's like tethered upside down, looking in the window. Uh, I'm gonna use my inspiration. If I can... Actually, how much further can I get? If you Pretty wanted to, you could have. There's a window in the hall. You could have gone out that one. Would that be closer? Oh, it's not open though. Would I have to use my action to open it? You would have had to use something to open it, yeah. I guess you're fine. fine. Okay. So, um, if I used a dash to get to him, could I use my bonus to attack him? Uh, I think it you can only use the bonus as an attack when you use your action as an attack. I believe if that's. If you're doing what I think you're doing. You can only do an offhanded attack if you take the attack action. Yeah. Okay. Right. So I'll just throw my throwing weapon at him. Alright, go ahead and roll for Okay, and how do I use my inspiration? 
Uh, this is just means you roll at an advantage. Um, but it is... You're attacking in dim light. You can't really see him that well. So it's just a straight roll now. Okay. That's cool. Okay. Well, Jeepers, you got him. What's the range on? It doesn't matter. Uh, you hit him. You hit him. Feet. Hell yeah. What he look like? Uh, it looks like a human and a humanoid bipedal creature, uh, wearing these like black, obviously, leather and a uh, big cowled hood that's kind of like fallen down because he's upside down. Uh, but you like whip the hand axe at him, and it like catches him in the arm and he kind of like looks over at you and you can see his footing like changes a little bit shit <laughs> okay i'm gonna holler back into the window i got him guys it's just some guy that's the end of my turn all right dimitari it's your turn So, would the owl have seen and given me the same description you gave Emily? Your owl did not see him. Uh, okay. And it's and it's flying around. It never never noticed this figure, prowling the roof. Uh, it can see it now, but it's a little too late. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what he looks like. Is all. Uh, you could use your. I think it's. I think it's a, a free action to look through the eyes. I'm not sure. No, it's a whole action. I was just okay. wondering if he would have told me what, or she, they would have told me. It doesn't matter. Got it. I am walking up to the window and um, hoping I can see the guy. You can. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to use my bonus action to use Hex, and then I am going to cast um, Chill Touch on him. Okay, uh, what ability are you using? Are you disadvantaged? Um, so basically I get hexed through my feet, fey touched, and No, no, says... what ability are you... Because you are... Oh, strength. Okay. Does that hit? Uh, that... Is that a ranged spell attack? That would not hit. Just like the like chilly grass, just like passes in the air in front of him as he's like he's kind of like shifting a little bit, starting to reassess his eye. Okay. Um, that's the end of my turn. All right, Onox, it is your turn. Okay, so when I saw him, you said he was upside down, hanging on like the eaves. Yeah, like his the like, overhang? Yeah, there's the overhang, the eaves, and his feet are pressed up into it. Okay, so I'm gonna poke my head back out the window 
and I'm going to target the area where his feet are like touching the eaves and I'm going to hit it with magic missile blasting force damage into the eaves. Okay. The uh, three bolts of force just like explode off the eaves, and you watch as his like position shifts, and he has to like fall a little bit and like kind of catches himself. And you can see that there's actually a rope that's holding him onto the roof, and now he's like sideways, basically, uh, pretty much flat-footed at this point. Like, against the building? Yeah, he's, he's, he's got his like feet on the side of the building, and he's closer to the window now, basically. Okay, so that was my action. So, for movement, I'm gonna run back into the hallway and start making my way to the room. And can I use my bonus action to yell? That's like, a, that's a free action. You're welcome to yell anytime. Okay, so as I'm running out, I'm yelling, CUT THE ROPE! CUT THE ROPE! That ends my turn. Okay. Alright, Snow, it's your turn. I'm gonna cut the rope. Alright. Unfortunately, the rope is just a little bit out of your grasp, and he is just a little bit too quick. Kind of like moves to the side. I'm gonna. So is he? He's like right there. So wait, Reagan's outside the window. Nope. Uh, Demitari is right behind you, and outside the window, flying in the air, is our fairy Briar. Gotcha. I do an offhand with my claws to cut the rope. Uh, you can certainly try. You. wet, okay? Everything's slick. Unfortunately, yeah. It's just a little too difficult. Is that the end? Yes. Alright. He is going to produce two more.
One of them, he whips into the window towards Snow, and the other one off towards uh, Briar. take 14 psychic damage as it <clears throat> sticks you in the chest. Uh, I'm down. Yep, I'm down. Alright. With that, assessing the situation, the assassin clips something on the belt and then drops to the ground. Briar, you can see him just like land underneath the window down on the ground. Javid, uh, it's your turn. Alright, move over to my downed comrade and cast Cure Wounds. Then uh, step to the window, and um, can I see the assassin running off? Uh, yeah, you can probably see him below you on the ground. Um, he hasn't really gotten very far. I want to jump on him from okay. the window. Go ahead and make an acrobatics. Alright. I'm hoping that I land on him and, and uh, knock him down. He is a little bit too quick. He kind of like ducks to the side yeah. and you just like, yeah, you roll a 24, so. Uh, and you just like sink into the mud next to him. Uh, it's a bit of a fall. And when you were trying to aim on him, it wasn't, it was not, uh, you were kind of hoping he was going to cushion your fall and he didn't. So you do take three bludgeoning damage as you just like, Catch your old old man knees just quite a little bit wrong. What what old man knees? I've got old man knees. You're like forty, that's like ancient, right? right. Uh is that the end of your turn? I think that's all I got. Alright. Azrael, it is your turn. All right. Um, while I'm ushering Kashmir under the table, I'm just going to look and see if I can see anything that looks suspicious. Someone coming to the window, someone coming up these stairs, someone coming up to the walls, any shadows that look a little off. 
All right, go ahead and give me perception. You see the innkeeper kind of like comes out. He's like got a little candle down below. He's like looking around. He's wearing his night nightgown. He's like, what's going on up there? Assassins. What? You have assassins and you're in. That doesn't sound right to me at all. I'm coming up there. And he starts like hobbling over to the uh, stage. For your own safety, you should stay in your room. Alright. Uh, is that the end of your turn? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Briar, it is your turn. I'm pursuing. Okay. Alright. Uh, I don't actually know how far away he is. Uh, he is... About 40 feet from you at this point. Well, if you wanted, you could move and hit him with whatever your range is. He's got a five foot reach, so. Oh, then no. Yeah. Oh. Javelins, apparently. Javelins uh, are 30 feet. Yeah. So I'll, I'll fly closer to him and then attempt to hit him with a javelin. Okay. Go ahead and roll for You kind of like... Uh, so this also... Uh, this is dark, so it would be disadvantaged, but you rolled an at one, so you can't get any worse than that. You just like whip it towards him, and it like sticks into the mud, like right in front of Javi, where he landed. Sorry, bud. Are you flying closer to him? I can't really see that well and be like, did I hit him? No, but good uh, good effort. She almost yeah. stuck you and you're just like, try again. <laughs> well, for a guy who doesn't care if he hits his own people. True. <laughs> Alright, All right. Uh, I'll just uh, continue pursuing Okay. as, as best I can. Alright, Demitari, it is your turn. So how far is he from me at the window? 25 feet, and... roughly. Kind of like down at okay. an angle. Can I see him? Mm, do you have dark vision? I do not. Not well. And... Can I ask where everyone else is in relation to him? Are they more than five feet away? Uh, Javid is like literally right next to him, and uh, Briar is maybe about, you know, ten feet up in the air. All right, that's probably fine. Uh, I'm going to cast Firebolt. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, so this is at disadvantage, but um, you still you, uh, would mess either way. Uh, it, the bolt like flies towards him, and you like 
having trouble distinguishing him from Javid and just like explodes into the muck next to him. I hope I've provided at least some light on him. Uh, that ends my turn, by the way. Oh yeah, can I see him now? Uh, for like a split second as the flame like goes past him, but that's it. Alright, Onyx is... Uh, I'm gonna poke my head out this window, look at him on the ground, and try to ray of frost him. Ooh, that's tough. Hold on, did you say it was at disadvantage? Do you have dark vision? I do have dark vision. Then no. Just a straight well, roll. The first one was a nat 20. I see a 5. Okay, I'll re-roll it then. Because I rolled it at disadvantage. I mean... It should... There you go. Yeah, it says you rolled a, it says you rolled a five in the, the thing. Uh, yeah, I rolled, I didn't roll two d20s. I clicked disadvantage on D and D Beyond, and it just shows you the lower one. Gotcha. And if you hover over the figure, it'll show you what the roll was. Yeah, it tells it says the first roll was a one. Oh, no. Right, the the if you like see the two hit, it says two d twenty. Yeah, it rolled twice. One was a nat yeah, one. The I'm, other I'm, one was. Right. Okay. All right. That's right. Go ahead and roll damage. It's fine. So it does. It rolls one of them first, and it does tell you which one it rolled first. At least I think that's that's what it did on roll twenty. I think we used the convention that the left figure was the... First roll, yeah. Yeah. Well, somebody earlier rolled it, and it showed up. Yeah, I did. So when I rolled with advantage, it's usually the left one is the first one, and the right one is the second one. Either way, go ahead and roll damage. Link. Alright. It just zaps him in... Slows down slightly. Uh, is that the end of your turn? Yeah, that ends my turn. Okay, Snow, it's your turn. Alright, well, having woken up on the floor, I'm a little pissed off, so I'm going to leave my sword on the ground and unsling my bow and try to hit this fucker. Alright. Do you have dark vision? I do. Alright. That hit. Alright. The arrow catches him in the shoulder blade and he kind of grunts and, and keeps running. That shoulder is so fucked up now. Yeah, he's gotten zapped a couple times. Hey, does uh... Has he still got somebody within five feet of him? Uh, technically. 
It already rolled sneak attack, by the way. Did it? Oh, shit, yes. sorry. Uh, did he fall prone? Or did he land on his feet when he dropped oh, he, from He the landed lead? on his feet. Uh, did Javid fall yeah, prone? This guy's a fucking ninja. You tell me. I rolled a 23. Yeah, Javid's fine. So. Javid landed. It's fine. Just didn't hit him. It's like an actual ninja. Oh, also with Ray of Frost, his movement speed is reduced by 10 feet. Yes, that's why he slowed down. Slightly, you said. Slightly. He's still pretty pretty quick. Right. He is a little upset by what you guys are doing. And he is going to turn... He's going to send two... He's just gonna stab. Javid, what is your armor class? I do not have it. Fifteen. Kind of like as you're chasing behind him, he whips one of the daggers towards you, and it like catches you in the stomach, and you would take twelve psychic damage. And he keeps running. Um, so I'm gonna say you guys are in a chase, so there's not really. Opportunity attacks and stuff. You can make you can make spells and attacks per normal, but there's not really opportunity attacks in it. Well, yeah, I'm not not wielding a melee weapon anyway, so. All right. Uh, and he keeps running. And he goes 30 feet. So I'll still be about 40 feet behind him. Yep. He's fat. Well, I have another jet. Okay, let me check. Just... <laughs> be sure yeah, and pick right. up the one that's in the ground. <laughs> Yeah. Pull out my axe for chance. It yeah. fell. You like hit him and it like fell underneath the window. Oh, okay. Damn. Um can't you like go and pick it up and throw it? Because sure. it's like sitting in the ground, right? Yeah, I'm just like ten feet away from it. So Sure, I'll go pick up my javelin and go throw it again. That hits, roll damage. Oh, uh, sorry, you gotta, you do have to roll with disadvantage, so go ahead and roll another again. That does not hit. You like, huck it into the darkness and the rain, and he's just like, hoofing it. Limping well, a little bit. Pursuing. 
I'll pursue a little bit more. Okay. So I'll, I'll like use my full everything to get to him. Are we still in initiative? Uh, yeah. Oh, also that would have been Javid's turn. Sorry, I don't know why I said uh. Briar. Uh. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. We'll just we'll we'll just say that we're kind of. Uh, I wasn't tracking on that well. My well, bad. that was your turn, so I mean, when we come to your turn, we'll just have that be your turn. Yeah. Uh, Javid, well, yeah. it is your turn. All right. Well, I'm going to. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, problems with the interface. Hang on. Is this like a town town? Uh, yeah, it's just people who live here. Okay, so it hasn't really been my turn yet, but that's what happened. Yeah. Okay. While I'm pursuing mm -hmm. it, then I'm screaming that assassin, uh, assassin. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm guessing that does not hit. Uh, 17 does hit. Oh, it does. All right. Yeah. catch him and like it like kind of grazes his thought and i i will uh move to uh pursue close the distance okay 30, 35 feet uh you would be able to catch up with him because he you can only run 30 feet so oh there's faster than that well he's right. slowed I will right now. that's right he is isn't he uh i will move up but not to within um, we'll say 15 feet of him. Sounds good. Uh, Azrael, it is your turn. Um, so, Casimir's under the table by now, right? Yeah, you can toss him under the table. Um, then I'm just gonna continuously take the dodge action and kind of be, like, in front of the table. Um, just making sure he is safe and that nothing comes past me. That's all. So I'm, I'm taking the dodge action, which would, I think, add my AC to 20 at this point. Sounds good. Uh, so the prior, it would be your turn, but we did it earlier. We kind of goofed on that one. Um, so you close the distance or fly towards. Uh, Demitari, it would be your turn. I'm assuming I'm still... Um, uh, you actually would not be able to see him any longer. He's kind of like took off at an angle. Um, so from the building, you can't see him unless you go outside. Well, I don't see me jumping out the window. Um... It is about, you know, like a 15-foot fall, so kind of it would kind of hurt, you know. 
You saw uh, Javid get hurt when he jumped out of the window, and he knew how to land, so... Okay, I am going to spend my turn then, I guess, uh, trying to dash out the safe way. I don't know exactly how long that would take me to get outside through a door, um, but that that's the end goal. In the process, though, I would like to um, kind of update Azrael on what's going on. Um, let her know he is running away. I'll protect Casimir. I believe, are you, if you're dashing, you could get a little further than that. I haven't moved my my token yet. I was basically trying to figure out like how many feet would it take for me to actually exit the tavern. If I'm trying to, you know, get out there to help. Uh, coughing up blood, I'm just gonna, like, slowly walk my way towards Azrael. Just, like, shaking my head and, like, wiping the blood from my mouth. Maybe you should stay here. And I sit at the bench. Right. That's my turn. Uh, Snow, it is your turn. Moving up to the window, can I see him at all? Uh, you would not be able to. Alright, then I'm gonna use my feline agility and claws to climb down out the window. Uh, go and give me an acrobatics or athletics check. Yeah. Alright, you, you climb down. It's, uh, it's kind of slick and not an easy climb, but you do get down. Uh, I don't... Uh, yeah, uh, you pretty much have to spend all your movement to climb down, so. 
Yeah. Uh. So. Use my feline agility to chase after him. Double my speed. Get 30 feet closer. Okay. I thought you couldn't run after that. I don't know if I understand. Well, right now. he's got a racial that allows him to climb easier. Feet. Yeah. And then feline agility is. Uh, when I move on my turn, I can double my speed. Okay, so you would be able to climb down just normal. Uh, okay. And then double your speed. You have a speed of 30 feet, so you could run 40 feet towards... So you're actually probably catching... Actually. He at least see me. Um, yeah, he, you can see them. Okay, how far back would I be? I would, I'm probably like... be neck and neck with... Alright, I'm just, I'm staying back a bit, but, yeah, running towards him. Okay. You technically still have your action. Yep. Oh, well, I'm not. Get him with a bow. He is 15 feet behind the assassin. Okay, that hits... That is it that the end of your turn? Yes. Okay. Alright, he's gonna turn around and hurl some daggers at you guys. Did he get disadvantaged since he's sprinting while he does it? Are you guys getting disadvantaged because you're sprinting while you're doing it? No. We're going forward. He has to turn around. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, that's true. Uh-huh. All right. Well, he whips one of the daggers towards Snow, and it is a critical hit. No, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, he rolls. Uh, you would take twenty psychic damage as it just <laughs> sticks into you. Yeah, I face Palant into the mud. Dirt roll. Alright. The second dagger <laughs> whips it towards Javi. Uh, your, you said your AC is 15? That's right. Okay. That one hits as well for uh, 9 psychic damage. I too face plant unconscious in the dirt. Mud. All right, and he keeps running. Uh, Javid, it's your turn. Make a death saving throw. Step closer to death. 
Ezreal, it's your turn. Warm and cozy inside. You are unattacked. How do you feel? Well, I mean, I still have, I have five, five hit points. I never healed from the assassin, so I, I'm, I'm a little bloodied, a little nervous, but I have no idea what's going on outside, right? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Alright, yeah, no, then um, I'm assuming that everything is great. They're going after the assassin, and I'm staying here with Casimir to make sure he doesn't die. Alright, sounds good. Taking the dodge action. Alright. Briar, it's your turn. You watch as Javid and Snow just like faceplant into the mud. That makes me angry. I'm gonna rage. Okay. Is there any way I can get closer to him? You could dash and kind of close the distance. Um, then but I that would be able to. Then you would not attack, and then I believe you would lose your rage. Okay. Well, then I will go towards him again, picking up my javelin again, and then chuck it at him real good. Alright. Uh,. This is a... Throwing it is dexterity, I believe that would give you... You would still have disadvantage, because I think... God damn. Yeah. Alright. Well, if it's the not... The javelin um, throwing it is strength. Is it? Uh, yeah, I know that from Amber. It's one. It's like the only strength weapon, weapon in melee. It's like one of the only ones, anyways. Because it's strength-based. I'll, I'll link it. Okay. Let's see if it does it automatically. Well, the bonus would only be to damage. Ah, um, uh, yeah, yeah. You do. You just like hurl the javelin towards him, and it sticks into the mud. Uh, Damn it. Ray of only yeah until the next turn. So he's fasting. He is booking. I'm super mad now, so I'm like screaming at him as I'm going, hoping to. Yeah. Okay. Not really thinking too much, but hopefully waking people up. <laughs> All right. Uh, Demitari, it is your turn. Briar, I will say that you see that your two friends are in danger on the ground. They're not doing well. Okay, she's gonna have a change of plan, um, and she's gonna go stand by Azrael. Um, tell Azrael, um, watch out for me. I'm about to not be able to hear or see anything. And I'm going to use the owl senses to basically fly in the direction of where they the assassin was heading so that I could give the people in the room a play-by-play -play of what I see. Alright. So. As soon as you look through the owls and, like, listen to the owls' senses, you, like, kind of, like, blink and you're in the darkness looking at this kind of, like, grayscale view of the, the paths and, and, like, outside of it, the other, like, tall trees kind of rising out of the ground. And... Just underneath you, you know, about 30 feet below you, you can see, like, unconscious in the mud, the two bodies of Javid and Snow, 
Briar is like flying over them with like javelins, like screaming and hurling them after the assassin who's kind of a ways in front of her. It's uh, not a pretty sight. Uh, Javid and Snow are down. Briar is screaming. Um, she seems to be pursuing, but it's not looking good. And that's the end of my turn. Okay. Onyx, it's your turn. So, hearing the screams outside... And hearing what Demitari just said, I'm going to dash down the stairs outside trying to get to Snow and Javid as fast as possible. Okay. I'm sure I can't. Like, I know there's a back door out of the kitchen, which will probably get me there quicker. So that would be the door I'm going for. There is a door on that side that you would know of that's kind of in that direction. So I don't know if I could get to them this round, but... I'm dashing outside to get to those guys. You could get to 60 feet. 70. Right there. Oh, 70. So you'd be at the top of the stairs. No, it is your turn. I need you to make a death saving throw. I'm gonna die. You get one step closer to death. Alright. The assassin, noticing that uh, you are just fluttering along behind and screaming, is going to toss some daggers at you. Uh, what's your AC? 16. 16? Alright. Uh, one of them does hit for a total of 9 psychic damage. One of them <laughs> passes right over your shoulder. Okay. And it keeps running. Moves. 40 more feet. Uh, Javid, I need you to make a death saving throw. One step closer to death. Ready. Yep. Azrael, it is your turn. Alright, um, I'm gonna tell Demetari. Okay. Well, actually, no, first she's going to curse an elven saying, idiots. Um, it, you know, whatever elven sounds like. And then she's gonna say, Demetari, watch Casimir. He must live. And then she has 70 feet of movement, so she goes to the window. Um, she's gonna use her action to dash. And can she kind of like parkour out the window? Like, kind of, like, along the side of the building, trying to, like, slowly come down 
So that sure. way she's not just like straight jumping, but she's kind of like side coming down. Give me an acrobatics check. Trying to do some monk shit. All yeah, right. I'm trying to do some monk shit. You do it. You just like leap out of the window, slide down the side of the building. <laughs> and just like some monk shit. Land in the mud there. And you can see, you know, about 30 feet in front of you, the two bodies lying in the mud. Alright, so it was 10 feet down, so that I don't think I have any movement left. Probably not, no. Yeah, so I'm just, um, and that was my action. Yeah, I'm just gonna, I, I don't, unfortunately, I only have cure wounds. Um, yeah, I'm, I can't do much, unfortunately, so I have to wait. But I see them. Alright, so that's my turn. Briar, it is your The assassin is getting further and further. He's like 60 feet away now. Yeah. Okay. Damn. I don't think I can chase him anymore. So... Uh... Okay, I'm turning back. Can't. One last giant frustrated scream. And then turn it back around to go help my friends. Alright. And then can I try to stabilize? Uh, I don't know. Who's worse off? Javid. Uh, yeah, Javid has one f one failed death save away from actual death, so... Okay, then I will attempt to stabilize him. How do I do that? Medicine check. Medicine check. You have to make a DC-10 medicine check. No, thank god. Alright. He stabilizes. Pat him on the cheek. Welcome back. <laughs> he's unconscious, but he's not dying. Okay. Stance. Alright. Dimitari, you can see Briar, like, flies back. Uh, actually, I don't know, are you looking through your owl's eyes anymore? Uh, she's Sorry, there. I had to step away for a second. Um... I'm assuming I was the I'm the, like the only one left, right? Um, watching. Yes. Casimir. So no, I wouldn't be looking through the owl's eyes anymore. I'd be making sure he was okay. Well, you were looking through your owl's eyes, so you don't know that we left. Uh, she oh. came back. She came back at well, the end of it. No, no. And, um, yeah. and as a or um, Azrael said, um, watch, watch Casimir. He must he must live or something like that. So she that would have. She can't yeah. hear you when oh, she's in the Oh, but I would have shaken her. Well, I think she had to come back in order to tell them what was happening. Or oh, did yeah, you? she uh, did. Oh, that's... No, I, no, that's not true. Well, that's something I guess is arguable, because technically I can't hear or see, but surely I could talk. Yeah. But... Yeah, so you probably... Would you have felt me, like, kind of shake you at all? Um, I don't think so, I mean, Yeah, I, I feel like as it's the only senses that are occupied are seeing and hearing so i should still feel feel okay so um, she would have like touched you 
and talk, but she might not have realized that you can't hear her. Right. So um, she, I she feel still like if you would have shaken me, then I would have come to, because like that makes sense. So, okay. uh, if you if you shook me, then I'm no longer looking through Wanda. Okay. So, you're guarding Casimir. Yeah. So I'm. I guess I'm just gonna stand by and uh, hope for the best. All right. Uh, do you want to do a perception check? Sure. All right. All right. The uh, innkeepers like kind of uh, as Onox like barrels past him down the stairs. He kind of gets to the top and he's like, what is going on up here? Everyone's up to something. Yelling and shouting and such. Well, there isn't, there was an assassin um, in attacking your inn. We're trying to handle the, situa the situation. Alright, uh, Onox, it is your turn. Hauling ass. Hauling ass. No, I need you to make a death saving throw. Does 70 feet get me outside? Or uh, not quite. You would get... You'd be like a little... You're about quite 30 feet away from the door. So you're close. Like on the next turn, you'd be able to get up. Okay. That is a pass, I believe. You're at one pass and one thing. The dice are just not in my favor today. Except for this That's one real. It is your turn. Alright, um, so... Oops, sorry, hold on. So noticing that uh, Briar had um, stabilized Javid, I'm going to run over to Snow and cast Cure Wounds. So, He's Snow, down. you end up up. with He's eight hit points. Those low levels, man. Yeah, I know. We're so squishy. Squish, squish, squish. Alright, um, and that's all I can do, so. Alright. What's the devil? You, you awake, kind of like in the mud, your face is like halfway in it. Alright. And Briar, it is your turn. my weapons I don't think I can pursue that guy anymore pretty much it uh, yeah from where you are you cannot see him any longer yeah did I even wake anybody up at all you can see some lights yeah. like flicking on you know people are like lighting their little lamps and and uh, candles in some of the buildings around and uh, opening up the windows and kind of poking their heads out into the rain, like, just looking. Hmm. Alright. 
Well then, I'm just gonna collect my shit for now. At this point, I'll say we are out of initiative. I'll also cast Cure Wounds on Javid, okay. um, so he's not, like, sleeping. Javid, you also awake. The assassin has escaped. Unfortunately, I only get five. Better than nothing. A couple, a moment or two later, Onox, you also kind of come barreling out into the, the rain, and you can see them, like, just now, like, picking up... Javid and Snow, out of the mud. Alright, now I'm actually angry and I'm going back in the tavern to go have a conversation with Casimir. Alright. I'm gonna, I'm gonna help Snow and Javid, like, get into the tavern. Actually, I'm I feeling pretty to, good after that. <laughs> I want to track the, uh, the assassin. I know my concentration in Hunter's Mark drops, so I don't have advantage. But uh, I want to see where he went. Oh, interesting. All right. Um, so this does raise a question for us as a group. We have been playing for about three hours. What uh, would you guys like to keep going? Because this is kind of a natural like stopping point. We're at the end of the combat. You guys are starting to do new things. Um, so I, I can keep going. I actually am transitioning to nights, so I have to stay up anyway. I mean, I need to make uh, myself Yeah, like if we could take a, a, a break, I'm, I'm good to go. I gotta yeah. get some lunch, but I probably have about another hour. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'll probably need to eat in about an hour or so, but right now I'm good. Okay, uh, we can take like a five minute break, and then we'll go for another hour. Woo! works. I need to make my... Yep. Alright, I crashed my uh, stream in the middle of that. So... Oh, you have to fix that. I mean, it's fixed it, but... Alright. So... You guys have just finished chasing off the assassin, uh, picking up Javid and, and Snow. Uh, the five of you are outside with Demetari and Casimir inside. Um, so as soon as I know they're okay, I'm going to tell them, um, I can't pick you back up, don't die, and then I'm going to head back inside. Is there a door somewhere around here? Yeah, there's a door down there. You can go back inside. You don't need to don't need to worry about the map right now. Okay. Yeah, I'm going in and I'm going to have a friendly conversation with Casimir. Alright. Uh <laughs> Javid and Snow, what are you guys doing? I'm going to um, see if I can recruit Snow in, into uh, helping me track the assassin. I want to find out where this fucker is coming from and see if we can put a stop to that. Uh, so I'm gonna put my tracking skills to the test here in the 
mud and look for muddy, speedy ninja footprints. What was that? I said I'm gonna help you because I'm still super pissed. Okay. And let's see, Demetari's owl is still up. Um, yes, but uh, you you probably know it's there. Hooting. Hooting. Um, Briar, would you ask? Um, you you can get to to uh, Demetari faster than we can. Ask Demetari to um, see if if uh, her owl can uh, get a little altitude and and um, track that that assassin, that uh, black figure that's running off into the distance. Is my owl within a hundred feet of me right now? Like I'm basically seeing how far away they You're are. Like on. the very edge of a hundred feet. You can't get much further. You know, hundred feet's not super far, basically. Okay, so it's, it's, it's if I'm at the edge, is that a yes or a no? Um, the owl can go a little bit further. That's what I'm saying. Like, maybe, uh, well, maybe the next I'm, building. The, the the owl can keep going, but you can't see through its eyes and ears. Correct. Right. What I'm asking is is because um, if he's saying that within earshot, which it's got Keen's hearing, surely it could telepathically tell me that rather than have Briar. But, I mean, I don't know if your yes, character you would can, know that. you could probably hear that. So, I mean, instead of... I don't know if this is meta or anything, but if your character knows how familiars work, then it could just telepathically tell me instead of sending her. True, true. Um, <clears throat> if I would recognize that the owl was in uh, earshot of me and could, you know, tell that if I say, Owl, Wanda, go chase the assassin. Find out where he's going, right? And then report back. All right. I was hoping she tells me and then, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be doing that. So with the, um, the the owl is sitting off above us. Yep. I'm going to uh, track hasty ninja footprints through the mud. All right, uh, Snow, are you assisting with that? I'm gonna tell him. I think it would be more prudent for us to regroup because we just got our asses handed to us. And now that we know he's there, we can be on the lookout for him. And this rain is going to be near impossible to track. So I think we should regroup and re-strategize. Sam, about what time is it? 4 a.m. Still dark sometime before dawn. And, you know, don't mind me saying, you're looking a little worse for wear. I am, but um, like Briar, I'm pissed, and I'm going to find out where this guy went and see if we can stop him from doing that. Fair, but he also 
just eluded all five of us. No, he's, he's got deadly uh, psychic daggers. No yeah. doubt. I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to be... Uh, I'm going to be using my utmost uh, stealth and caution once I get to the point where I think I need to uh, deal with him. I don't intend to get hit by another dagger. That would be a bad thing. So you're just tracking him to find out where he is and where he's going. Exactly. I'll find out where he's going. Uh, you know, if he goes to, to ground somewhere, I want to know where that is. All right. Well, I'm going to go into the tavern. I think that chasing him at this point is folly. But if you do find him, we should go as a group. With everyone. So I'm going to go uh, stealthily following those uh, splashy mud footprints of running ninja. Okay. Uh, Briar, are you going with him? Stealth checks. I'm just eat out. All right. Uh, and if she is assisting, yeah. If she's assisting you on the survival check, you could roll with advantage if you would like. Alright. That's a little better. The two of you begin wandering off into the village of North End, following these like muddy footprints that like head off <coughs> beeline for a corner of a building make their way down another street and they're kind of like heading towards the outskirts of town. Follow them. The like stride is, is wide at first and then eventually you know after a few hundred yards you can tell that the, the stride goes back to kind of a, a normal pace where just someone is walking and you're able to follow the muddy footprints a little bit further. You get past one of the small houses kind of tucked underneath uh, another group of them here in like the shade of one of the trees that's kind of like at the edge of town and the footprints just end just literally like two steps beyond the house and it just stops I'm gonna hide also as soon as I would have gotten into the tavern I'd be like Javid and Briar went to track the assassin to whoever's still in the commons or whoever I see. Alright, you can, um, you, you see the, the rest of the group is in there. Um, Javid and Briar, the two of you are hiding. <clears throat> I'm gonna wave to, um, Briar, who I, I believe is, is, uh, following along through the air. Uh, 
to, uh... Oh, I'm walking. I'm loud as fuck. Oh, I'm fine. <clears throat> Alright. And with, uh, quiet gestures, I'm gonna, uh, signal that we should hide. And, uh, wait and see if, uh, the assassin has done something sneaky like jumping up into the eaves. So, I would have gotten to the door, like, earlier, saw that Azrael was picking up Jibbeed and Snow and walked back in. I'm gonna go upstairs and pull Casimir out from under the table. Oh, oh, sorry, I didn't need help getting out from underneath it, thank you. Thank and you, pin him against the wall by the front of his shirt. Uh, ex apologies, um, you seem to have me, uh, you, you're grabbing me, sir. I, I need you to set me down. I get paid... To protect you, and you apparently haven't told us everything. I don't so, understand what you mean. Why are these so, people after you? Anox, I feel like you can take it down about 40% there. So I'm, I slide him about 40% down the wall by the front of the shirt. I'm watching this, because I, I kind of walked in behind him. Can I do an insight check on... Um... Casimir, is he kind of like, when he says, I don't know, like, does he look like he's genuinely confused and, and not understanding what's going on? Sure, go ahead and be an inside check. So who else knows what you're doing and who wants to do you harm? Because if we don't know that, then we just continue to have our asses handed to us like we did last night. Uh, it definitely seems like he is afraid. He does not know what's going on. Uh, or at least... He's very afraid, and mostly truthful, as far as you can tell. I, um, I don't know anyone that would uh, just wish me specifically ill. I've, I've worked with uh, my superiors at the Institute and, and submitted my requests appropriately for this job. Uh, received funding about six months ago. I don't, don't know. I was pretty quiet about it on my travels this way. I knew not to tell anyone I didn't know. So we're just randomly getting high-level assassins trying to come in and take the maps and kill you in the process. Could have been after one of you guys, and I don't know. We do have reason to believe that they were indeed after you. Yeah, they took his maps last time. Who else knows about the maps? What do you mean, last time? Don't worry about that. Who else knows about the maps? Uh, my superiors, they were there when I crafted them. And, and I did include them in my requests and uh, the documents I submitted. I need a list of everybody who knows about the maps. Oh, well, it would have gone straight to the... Um, uh, Who has access to requisition forms? The requisition forms. You're not there. The You're not there. <laughs> I'm gonna kind of curl my lips over my teeth in a not so friendly smile. 
And I'm going to say, if I find out you're lying and that you actually know people are after us, I'll cut your throat like I've already seen it done. Professor Eris was the one who helped me submit all of these documents, but he's been with me the entire step of the way. Wait, what was that? Professor Eris? Professor Eris. I'll let him go from the wall and take a few steps back and just lean against the op wall opposite him. He kind of brushes himself off. Who knew you were staying at this tavern? Um, well, that was part of my uh, documentation. I was specifically told that this was where I should stay per my travel request. Who told you that? Well, Professor Eris, of course. He set the whole thing up. I look at Azrael. Who of your people knew that we were staying here with him? Javiv? Actually, it w it came from... Somebody told Javiv, right? I'm, this is from the DM, because yes. I don't actually know. Yeah, Javiv was told to... Do we know who told Javiv? Uh, would have been his hand. So now there's two possible avenues on who wants this guy, and he obviously knows nothing. We go through the mission, take precautions, and investigate where we can. Is Snow there? Uh, yes, yeah, Snow would have come in about. So, I'll, I'll ask Snow. Do you know a Professor Ares? DM. You do. <laughs> yeah, I know that guy. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, uh, he, he works at the Everhold Institute. Also, uh, Javid and Briar took off uh, to track the assassin. She just kind of, like, rolls her <laughs> but doesn't make any moves or anything. <laughs> yeah, so what, what do I know about him? Uh, realistically, not a lot. All you would know is that he is uh, an elf uh, with the Everhold Institute. Uh, he's been around a while, and he's one of the like more senior members of it, basically. Uh, you would have met him some years prior when they were doing expeditions to the Cosmoraine Hills. Does the Azrael know who Javiv's handler is? Uh, I don't think they... Most likely not. I don't even think Javid knows who his handler is. What? How did Javid not know that? Well, you didn't put it in your backstory, so... Well... Your handler... That you... Because you would know... Realistically... Is, uh... His name is Bromus Stormford. And he's a dwarf. From Tor of your team. Actually, because um, 
Javita is, is uh, sort of uh, nomadic. He probably makes a um, contact, you know, when, when he's in one city, says, all right, I'm, I'm going to this other city. Who Who's my contact there? Well, this one would have been chartered through Brahmas Stormforge. So for this particular job, you can say it was Brahmas Stormforge. Got it. I suggest we sleep. And I guess if no one objects, I will take Casimir into not his room, not the room we were sleeping in, but the other room and um, go down to sleep. I just go to I just go to Casimir's room, go to sleep. And then go to Casimir's room as well. But as we go, it'd be like, should we go check on Javid and Briar? I've already almost died several times. And if they chose to go out and do their own thing, then they can choose to come back when they choose to come back. That is true, I guess. Yeah, I wouldn't continue up. Alright. Javid and Briar. Two of you hiding behind the building. Go ahead and give me perception checks to see if you can see anything. So for Javid, this will be a straight roll, and for Briar, this would be a disadvantage. You guys don't see any. It is. The rain has mostly abated at this point. It's just the wee hours of the morning. Still dark. There appears to be very little motion. You can see a few cows in the field beyond that are like sleeping. Uh, but that's about it. Now, is there anything close to where the footprints left where I, I could uh, suppose that, that the assassin you know, did a, uh, a jump and got up on a rock or did a jump and, and got... Uh, an open on field. Open sky, open, open sky. All right. Uh, I'm going to tell uh, Briar, uh, go back, finish your rest. I'm good for the day. Uh, I'm going to wait here and, and see if I can uh, learn anything further. Uh, if you used magic of some sort uh, to get out of this place, uh, there's nothing further to be learned. But uh, perhaps he will let his guard down and, and um, pop back if he doesn't think he's being watched. I will uh, continue to hide there and uh, hold a um, an arrow knocked uh, so I can 
peg him if I see him again. Alright. Uh, did the owl happen to see anything? Uh, the owl has been following Javid and Briar and has not seen anything unusual. Okay. Uh, you should hide a little better. This is open field here. Hiding behind a corner of a building or something, right? Yes. Okay. So uh, I'm going to go back, I guess. I'll walk away sneakily and then fly uh, back up through the window I came through. And then shut the window and find the others, I guess. Tell them where Javid is. And pass the fuck out. So she flies in through my window as I'm sleeping. Does her helicopter wings wake me up? Um, you can hear, like, the fluttering. Uh, probably wouldn't wake you up, realistically. You're probably pretty passed out. Alright, yeah, because I figured me and Snow are, like, camped out in the same room and she just flew in through the window. Well, I went out through the original, uh original room that he was supposed to be staying in. Yeah, that's where we're sleeping. So the window would have been um, closed anyway. Okay, well, whatever's window is open, I go through it. Okay. You're able to get inside. One of the windows is open. Uh, the one into probably the original room where you guys had Casimir uh, and where the assassin tried to get in the second time. Okay. Uh, I don't think anyone's in that room, actually, so you would you know have to walk over to one of the other rooms and tell somebody. Okay, I'm going to lock up as I go, like, close up all the windows and everything, and then go tell everybody, and then pass the fuck out. There's a problem for another day. Alright, so you guys are all beginning to rest. Everyone's kind of passed out from their rough evening. Javid. Can I take a, uh, short rest here and heal yeah. up a little bit? He said midday, so I plan on sleeping until noon. Well, just, you know, you guys are beginning to sleep, and the sun begins to rise in front of you, Javid. You are facing east. You have not seen him return, Javid. Uh, the sun rises. Uh, I assume the rest of you guys are just sleeping the night away, actually taking a long rest now. I'll sleep until I have a long rest. Okay. Yep. Yeah, same. Javid, what are you doing? Um. All right. Once the the sun is uh, has cleared the horizon, 
I'm going to re-examine the uh, place where the assassin banished out uh, you know, without uh, breaking up or muddying his tracks any. Uh, try to get a sense for what happened uh, there at the scene. And if I can't learn anything beyond just that the tracks suddenly end, I will um, look around, you know, try to mark uh, anything in range that would signify a place that uh, an assassin might have popped off to, uh, you know, if, if he used like a misty step and he's, there's something 15 feet away, 30, 90, 120, whatever it is, uh, you know, look look for something that, that he might have uh, uh, bamfed off to if, if he took a short uh, misty step style uh, movement action. Uh, so uh, casing the area in, in widening circles to uh, see if I can pick up the trail again. And then de depending on so I'm I'm looking for uh, tracks the the uh, the trail of the the assassin. Yeah. You you want perception? All right. Uh. You're just like looking for stuff, right? I'm looking for uh, specifically whether if he had done a uh, misty step or something of, of that sort, whether I can pick up his, his trail again. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, it's not. You don't find any, like, specific spots that might, you know, strike you like, oh, here's footsteps that appear out of nowhere. You don't find anything like that. No no other, like, obvious signs of it. About 20 or so feet kind of, like, continuing in the same direction from where his uh, footprints ended. You find about a 10-foot wide, like, kind of semi-crater almost where, like, the ground is, like, disturbed in this little uh, circle. But other than that, there's nothing that strikes you as obvious. So it looked like um, something exploded or was launched from here? Uh, not really. It kind of looks like uh, the ground was just like churned in, in a little circle is kind of the way I would describe it. And no, uh, no sneaky ninja footprints, just a churned up ground? Just some churned up ground. All right. Well, if I can't learn anything further from it, uh, I will return to the uh, to the tavern, and uh, I assume that uh, by this point people are waking up and uh, getting breakfast, and so we're going to to uh, uh, compare notes and and see what uh, what we've learned. I'll share what I've learned uh, about. Sneaky fucking ninja and 
Um, you've only been actually out there maybe about two hours, so for everyone else, you know, they are many hours away from being up and at them, ready to start their day, basically. All right. Well, I'll stay downstairs then in the in the um, common room, get some uh, breakfast, you know, get a hearty uh, start to the day and, and wait for people to show up. They have some nice oatmeal for you. Ah, good. Well, look, good starting the day with a good hearty oatmeal. All right. About midday, the rest of you finish your long rest. And uh, as you awake, you can see Casimir is kind of sitting in the corner. He's uh, wide awake at this point. Uh, he wasn't quite as exhausted by the previous night's events. And he's just kind of... Um, I, I wanted to leave, but I figured that probably wasn't the best idea. So I've just been waiting here. Smart. Right, it, it might um, take us a day uh, to get ready. You said, I think, last night that you uh, might need some uh, provisioning for our travel. Do that. Uh, maybe take a light day to, to uh, get ready for travel into the Calzerain Hills. Indeed. Um, I do have access to funds, but I'm not really the travel into the mountains type myself and um, I was kind of hoping the rest of you would be able to uh, do that so I have about a hundred gold set aside for this purpose that you guys can um, purchase provisions and stuff. how about we use that for a pearl it, are we going to have like food and, and other mountaineering things available without that Right, yeah, I was going to say, how are we fixed for exploring gear, dungeon delving, rations, all of that good stuff? Well, I think most of that's going to be way cheaper. I think it would be about, so, I guess out of character, I think it would be way more valuable for us to be able to identify items. So, like, if we as a group get the 100 gold we can use, or the, yeah, the 100 gold pearl, we can use it to identify any type of magic items or anything like that because like rations shovels that kind of stuff a lot of us already have torches and rations i mean i so, have rations i don't i mean we can buy a couple but rations probably wouldn't be more than like a gold or two identifying stuff only takes a short rest though so if there are objects that we actually have any one of the magic users can identify it over a short rest i thought you needed identify to do it over a short rest no, no you can so, just you can just do it you can just sit down and concentrate on potions, items, anything like that. Oh, yeah, we should get potions. That's, that's true. Potions are, you're right. I potions. can make potions as long as I have the stuff. It takes about a day per potion to make. Um, well, I think we should buy potions and get stuff for you. Um, but Lindell just pointed out to me that there are two people with the Outlander background who can forge food. That's, yes, excellent point. That's me. And I can make it real good, too. And she can cook. So maybe we should focus on the potions aspect of it, because uh, we tend to die a lot. Um, also, if we're going into hills slash mountains slash underdark, uh, climbing pittons and rope. I was thinking, yeah, like a shovel, pickaxe, more rope, that kind of stuff. I have rope. Yeah. I don't know. Like, do other people have like ropes and torches and stuff like that? Yep. Yeah, I have both. So, 
Potions, pickaxes, grapple hooks, that kind of stuff. I got pickaxe and stuff. I'm used to going into tombs. Okay. Does anyone have a grapple hook? No, I don't have one of those. I would like to pick up some parchment, but I can use my own own gold to do that so that I can uh, learn how to write, like, basically learn cartography with Casimir. Okay. Um... No, so that wasn't the ruse. Right. I wanted to get his maps, but I think it'd be a useful skill as well. Okay, so the, the current shopping list is grapple hook, shovel, and paper. Do we need more rope? Ropes, pitons, hammers, those are good. Well, we have hammers. I've got okay. pitons, hammer, I've got 50 feet of rope. Yeah, so I feel like grappling hook, shovel, and paper. Is there anything else that anyone can think of? Do you have ink? I have ink. Okay. And something to write with? Yep, I've got a quill. And uh, one one question about the uh, the pearl is is uh, north end of town that's going to have uh, a jeweler with that kind of material, or is this a, a lower end town where the yeah you know, they're going to have cheap stuff, but not something high end like a hundred GP pearl? Well, I don't think we have the money. I only have um, like two hundred gold. Wait, do I have to only? Only I've got that's 10. a lot of fucking oh, sorry, gold. Sorry, no, two hundred gold, forty gold. Excuse me. I've got ten I gold. Like, <laughs> I have forty gold. Let me, let me. I was meant to say twenty, but no, it's forty because I forgot about the amount that we had picked up. So it's forty gold. I don't think I, I don't have enough. That's why I was trying to get him to buy it. But maybe him buying the potions would be the better. Casimir, do you know anybody in town who might have basic potions and stuff? I'm sorry, I've never been here before. Alright, I'm gonna go talk to the barkeep. Isn't someone in this party familiar with the town? I mean, I might have been through a couple times, but I'm not, like, super familiar with it. Barkeep. Eh, what's up? Uh, anybody, is there alchemist, potion dealer, anything like that in this town? Um, there's an alchemist on the other side. She's pretty good, I think. Uh, adventuring types usually talk to her. Alright, uh, thank you. And sorry about the ruckus last night. I don't know what the hell is going on, but people are breaking in and trying to kill. Uh, weird. Alright. Also, the, the eaves on the outside of the building need repair. Alright, must have been the storm. Alright, so at this uh, point... Uh, DM? Yes. Uh, can I spend the day to forage for a lorry route? You can certainly try. Uh, so I think, remember we talked about the, the lorry route is like a desert plant, right? Sorry, I mean... Um, You're in like a pretty wet region of the world. We're right on the edge of a big deserty looking thing on the on the map. Which one? Uh, the big deserty thing to the north. The Causerain Hill? 
I don't know. I actually have the map in front of me. Um, is that what we decided? I, I, um, you are 100 miles from the shrubland, so... No. And the Kuzarine Hills, the colors on the map I tried, they don't necessarily reflect reality. It's a pretty wet, mountainous region on this side, like... It's functionally equivalent to uh, kind of like the Rockies. All right. Well, um, hmm. okay. Are we on the, the, the west, you're on the western front range or the? Hmm. Okay. Uh, then I'll go along to the alchemists and see if the alchemist knows anything about a lorry route. Um, I think before we begin our shopping episode, I think this will be a good spot to stop for the week, uh, just so we can kind of come up with what you guys want to buy, what we're looking for, who you want to talk to exactly, so we've got the Alchemist, and then maybe there might be a couple other stops. You have an extra 100 gold from Casimir to spend uh, for... Each? No. How much do potions cost? Uh, you're... It depends. So you're out in a... It's a, it's a town, so there's, you know, a few thousand people who live here, but it's small. It's, like, not... not cheap. Well, that's what I'm asking, because it's a group resource, right? So the potions... I'm just saying, like, could we only buy one potion with it, or could we buy two? Like, you how many potions? two or three. Two or three, okay. Depends on the potion. Depends on what you're trying to buy specifically. So if it's anything that can be made with materials that are easy to find around here, then yeah, you'll probably be set. But if it's not, then you know you might get one potion out of it, like one you know kind of esoteric, distantly form farmed potion. Well, I'm thinking that we spend the hundred gold on healing potions. That's my suggestion. And then anything else we can. I mean, it's only going to be a couple gold, so we can buy that with our funds. Also, I can, with about 25 gold worth of materials, and it takes me about a day to make basic healing potions. So if we want to get materials and sit down for a few days, I can brew up some of those in order to get ready for whatever's upcoming. How long does it take to get to the place that Casimir wants to go to for the Underdark? Oh, the what? Well, he said he wanted us to go to the Underdark, right? And he yeah. had some entrance he wanted us to use. How far is that? Uh, probably about three or four days travel up into the mountain. So, I mean, yeah, we could we could spend... What? That'd be four potions. If we get 25 gold worth of the resources and take you four days. Yeah, but I basically have to spend all day making it, so I might be able to, like pending roles or how the DM wants to break it down if he allows me to do like every nighttime session when we're like setting up camp I could probably get one pumped out every two or three days type of thing so we get enough materials for like one or two and then I can like do it in chunks if you're good with doing it in chunks like that yeah like if let's say because you said I guess we could get two. Could we get two potions, and then fifty gold worth of materials with the hundred gold? Or 
Can we only get one potion and then two days worth of goods? So a baseline price for a common healing potion is 50 gold. That's excluding markups from cities and everything like that. I can make the same potion for half the price, but it takes time. Can we get maybe one potion and then... Um... Then two potions worth of materials, and then on the way to wherever we're going, you can you can at night try to make a potion. So I would know this, DM, but could I brew a potion over a series of days, or does it have to be like a sit down and do it? You gotta sit down and do it. If you take too long to do it, the materials don't mix right and it gets ruined and you lose the potion. And he can't do it sitting like in the back of the wagon or something like that because it's too rocky? Um, yeah, you Rocky are traveling places where the wagon probably will not go. Because so. I guess the option is we either get two, two potions worth, right? That's two potions, and then we wait on the material, or we try, or we wait, basically, in town for you to make the potion. Right, we could spend, like, get the materials, spend a couple of days while I'm brewing, and get more potions for the money. Or we do it quick, get the potions, but we won't have as many. Should not hang out here. We already have yep. assassins trying to kill us. Yeah, I'm kind of worried about the assassins. Uh, so I say we just pick up whatever the gold can get us, and then I'll get materials later. And then I can just kind of spend a day here or there trying to keep our supplies up and maybe okay. resell them and at a marked up price because alchemists are probably willing to buy them. So we'll go with two, we can get two potions with the community gold and then everyone else just comes up with their own personal list? Yeah, pretty much. Alright, I think we got a plan. Alright. We will pick up next week with your shopping trip. It was awesome. Hey. Thank you. I want to keep playing. <laughs>